and welcome to episode 286 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kennett, and we have Danny Jovicic joining us for his second appearance on the pod and his first time meeting TK. How are we doing today? Thank you for having me, first and foremost, Luke. It's a pleasure to make an appearance on the pod again, and nice to meet TK. Good to meet you. If he comes on the third time, do we give him a hat-trick ball? <laughs> I don't know soccer I am. You'd wish it was under better circumstances that you were here, but well, it definitely suits you that it's not. Well, yeah, I mean, for the purpose of people listening, <laughs> like I said, yeah, there are a lot of people listening who uh, are waiting on my responses. Well, I, I said to you just before we got her, and I said to TK earlier today, um, for better or worse, when I was kind of looking through the analytics today, speaking about Liverpool essentially is the thing that does the most numbers for us now. Unfortunately for a lot of people, and we'll get into that, you've been pretty good for a decent length of time. So with Arsenal Fan TV, I know they used to get a lot of stick because their numbers would be so much higher after a loss. We don't really have a measuring stick for that being the case with Liverpool. Uh, When we started doing the pod, what, four or five years ago, is right around the time Klopp came in and things started going on the up. So, I mean, winning a double in a season being a bad season, we'll get into that. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's no news of the week this week, so we do have plenty to get into, and not a lot's gone on, to be honest. But it's been 287 days since Liverpool kicked off their campaign against Norwich at Carrow Road on the 14th of August, 21. In that time, they've played 64 games, amassed 49 wins, 13 draws, and four losses, and that's across all competitions. Jordan Henderson's lifted both the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup, while Klopp has had to attend press conferences as a runner-up in the Premier League and most recently the Champions League. If the listeners can take my word for it here, that I've got TK and Yovi laid out on a metaphorical brown couch, not the black one you may be thinking of, <laughs> ready, to go, yeah, ready to go through some therapy and we'll look back at the quest for the quadruple. So if we start with the Champions League in kind of isolation, if I do cut you off at any points, it's because... I want to make sure we cover everything properly so we don't uh, go back and forth. So we'll start with the Champions League. So we don't upset uh, uh, Man United fans and Everton fans. Well, we'll loop back around to the bigger picture. But Be stunned <laughs> if you're a Man United fan listening <laughs> to this and are unsure what's going to follow. Well, when I look back at Madrid's win over Man City, particularly in the circumstances that it happened, the overriding memory for me was both the group chats that I'm in and the energy from my Twitter timeline pointing to the idea that Liverpool fans were almost willing Real Madrid on, like they were an easier touch to be facing in Paris. Um, Michael Owen, alongside a whole host of other pundits, particularly on BT Sport, were very dismissive of your opposition. They spoke like it was a formality, that if Liverpool played to anywhere near their normal standard, um, it was just going to be game, set and match. I know you never lack confidence in your boys, but how confident... Did you feel going into this one, Yovi? Well, I look, whenever you're playing Real Madrid, I know more than most. Whenever you're playing Real Madrid, especially in a final, it's not going to be easy. Um, they, that's why they won it 14 times. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was confidence. It was big-headedness to, for us to want Real Madrid over City. Don't forget, in the last three games, we watched PSG destroy, destroy them in one leg. We've seen Chelsea go to the Bernabeu and destroy them in one leg. We've seen City, who should have been out of sight in the first leg. So so when you're looking at that, yes, Real Madrid had the experience to get through, as they always have and they always will. 
But when you look at that, and you look at City, and you we know we look, we all know what City are about every week in the in the yeah. Premier League, the Champions League. So so I don't think it's a, a big shock or, or a big talking point that Liverpool fans did ra- would rather have no. Madrid than City. But also, another point, side point, doesn't mean a lot, but. I think you know, I speak for a lot of Liverpool fans when they say they'd rather lose to Madrid than Manchester City. Yeah, that, that's fair. You know. But with what you've said there with going through the other teams they've played, it's almost like the girl who knows the lad she's getting with is a compulsive cheat but thinks they could be the one that changed them. And here with this, you've seen what they've done to other teams. But you you watch too many romantic um, rom-coms, I think. I think rom-coms I think. may be next on Movie Madness, so you could be right. Keenan's request, actually. But we tried to wife for her. That's what you said. <laughs> well, her, we tried it, to it seems her. like maybe seeing it happen to all the other teams, and I know we did a slight preview of it last week, and TK, to his credit, did pretty much call the way the game was going to go. Um, yeah, that kind of hurt more, actually, <laughs> to be honest. Second. What was that? Sorry. Well, we was, we previewed the game and he said essentially, uh, I don't know why so many Liverpool fans are as confident as Oh, the, the final yeah. itself. I thought you were yeah. talking about the last day of the season. No, no. We'll, we'll speak about that a little bit, but we did do that last week and mm. I don't think it made TK feel any better than no. it did going in. Yeah, um, he says therapy. <laughs> it's in no way therapeutic. I'll be honest. I, I came out of it feeling worse. Well, that's well, you I need felt. to talk. It's as good a, to talk, isn't yeah. it? It's good to talk. If he was a therapist, I'd be going, I'm going to want my money back and maybe some extra for what you've done. I saw... Um, a tweet recently with someone saying that they can't really get on board with therapy because they don't like the idea that they're having to pay someone to listen to their problems as if there's just some random guy out there that's like, you know what? I'm just going to hire out this office. You all come to me. Don't worry about paying me for this. Well, you're paying me. You pulled me a Dr. Pepper for time. I I was, and I'll I'll tell you this now, when I opened the door to you, I was going to have a Madrid shirt on today. Okay. I was told you'd have turned around and gone home. If well, if you yeah. saw that, oh, I don't know who told you that. <laughs> to, say that I'm, to say that I'm a bad loser <laughs> is not fair. Well, if I turned up and you said, "Yeah, he's not actually, he's not here now. He's left," I would have been stunned. Well, it went from bad to worse because the initial shirt that I had on after that was a Zenit shirt, so it would have really looked like after our last podcast that I was going, all, I was going all out here to, to set the tone. No, it's okay, Luke. But, that uh, Arsenal fans, uh, Arsenal shirt's more offensive. Polo Torre on the back, so Liverpool yeah. legend as well. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool, yeah. I think, could be the ones responsible for the Yaya Colo chant, which means they'd have a lot to answer for if that's the case. Because no, Colo that's was not Liverpool. No way, no way. I'm not having that because when when that chant came out, I used to go religiously home away abroad in Europe pre-season, and I can tell you for a fact that was not started by Liverpool fans. <laughs> it actually became an anthem for the country, yeah. bizarrely. Do you remember the first time? Two, two players. Spout, it was a banger. And then it was like, hang on, this has been done far too much yeah, now. Two, two players from the Ivory Coast. <laughs> it's become a national anthem <laughs> in clubs around the country. It died and then came back five years later at the darts, as most chants do. I think that's why Don't Take Me Home somehow spawned at the darts. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time hearing that chant, I think we were in Avazante or Cavos. And as you said, for... The first couple of times it's like this is fantastic, just jumping up and down singing this, and then it was like Jesus. It's like the Will Greg song, isn't it? The Will Greg song, yeah, that's quite good, inventive by Wigan fans, but in the end, it's just overused, overplayed. Tyson Fury butchered it. That was a bit of a silence there. What happened there? Well, TK, uh, as I say, you (laughs) shared your hesitation going into this one. Was there anything that surprised you, or did it, as you said, play out as you expected? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, the only thing was, I will acknowledge, it wasn't just 
this is slightly different with some of the finals we've been in. The argument you can make for Liverpool, when people were saying, well, look, if they turn up on their day, they'll be too good for Madrid. There is some merit to that. It's not like we are probably the better team if they're both playing at our best. Still the better team. But the whole, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did see, when Jim White is the sensible head in the room, something's gone wrong. Um, but the... You've put me off taking a picture of it. We need it for our... <laughs> this is going live on the, uh, Pornhub. <laughs> but the whole point of finals is that yeah. you often don't play at your base. Even in the ones we've won, we've obviously not played that great. Klopp said, and in a game where you don't play great, Madrid are the masters of getting it through, getting it done. Aren't they? Oh, yeah. Hey, at no point, can I just say, in that final, in any... We had, what, Salah alone had six shots on target. In no... No specific terms did Carlo Ancelotti worry at all in that game. He knew what he was doing. Real Madrid knew what they were doing. At no point in that first half, and we were attacking, 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 at no point did they worry. And I knew that. I knew that. And it was the onus was on us to score because all they need, like they showed in the, in the rounds before, is that one bit of magic against Chelsea. They were done. They were done and dusted. That one bit of magic by Luka Modric. That ball on the outside of his foot, okay? Man City, they Maybe were done. Maybe a goal helped as well. Well, yeah, <laughs> they, they, they were done. Oh, uh, that moment of magic from Benzema, edge of the box, Vinicius against Fernandinho. Oh. All they need is that one moment. And, and like, it was, well, that was the only shot on target, wasn't it? Yeah. The goal. Yeah. Well, but that's an- all they need. Ancelotti said after the game that Liverpool were the easiest team to decipher of any team they played in the tournament. And he wasn't saying it in an insulting way, but he said, we know, we knew how they were going to play. It's not like we really had to overthink things too much. And I was going to ask you, uh, TK, do you think Klopp did anything differently or put any specific instructions into play? Because when watching back their goal, Andy Robertson presses Modric all the way into their half. And I've got to think, if you're not telling him anything different, that's probably a bit of an issue because their midfield has been well-documented. It's become yeah. one of the greatest midfields in the history of the Champions League. All it took was him charging that high up and then one pass through and Trent gets to blame ultimately at the back stick. But there's a, there's a number of things there that uh, all lead up to your downfall. Yeah, but then, you know, that, that could just be Robertson's sort of ad-libbing if you like. It's not, I'm sure Klopp well, that's is, what I wonder. Klopp probably isn't saying charge like a madman about the pitch. <laughs> but there is a certain amount of, if you, that's how you play, then you kind of just, you live and die by it, don't yeah. you? And more often than not, it does work. You, you're correct. Yeah. If we score them goals, if we do shots we've had, you know, Salah, if he gets one, two, three of his six shots on target, you know, the the, the, the man who wants half a million a week, but we won't get into that just yet. Well, you, TK but, said, as as it happened, when the, the man who won that gets tipped onto the post, you said, if there's ever going to be a sign in this final, that may be one, <laughs> this isn't your day. Yeah, because that, that's, that's just an unbelievable statement. I would contend that most of his other ones are just good saves. They're, they're okay. I wouldn't say you're looking at those thinking, how the hell is he saved? Well, at half time. But none of the Salah ones, I didn't think, oh, how's he stopped it? But the Mane one, you're like, okay, yeah. maybe this isn't going to happen then because that was just unbelievable. At half time, they made a big thing of Liverpool have had all these chances, they've not scored and so Madrid are going to come back into it. When you saw back and they were showing the highlight package, there wasn't really anything where you look back at, oh, they've got it. You've got a score there. No, no, the, no. The, the League Cup final, there was ones where for both sides there was like six <laughs> or seven. Where it was like, how the hell have you not scored? This one was like it was just good attacking. I play. think I think Salah's last shot, he should have done better. What in the first in the first half? I no, no, no. Oh, sorry, yeah. mate. No, no yeah. I'm talking about the second half. He should have. I think he should score there. He's hit. I mean, no, taking nothing away from Courtois, people would listen as might think, oh, Danny's dismissing Philippe Courtois. 
but no, he's yeah. a good player. But at the end of the day, Salah, he should have scored that. Well, they call him that one of the greatest goalkeeping performance in history. Yeah, but yeah, because well, of the stage, I suppose. Just, so, I thought that, is there one that comes into your head immediately? Because as an Arsenal fan, De Gea's had a couple against us, but they, the the scale of the game and I don't know, there were, I guess maybe what goes against him is there wasn't one pinpoint save that you go that save that he kept them in the game it was more the, the number of saves he made is why it's being said he's made the most saves in any Champions League campaign ever and he's made the most saves in a Champions League final yeah it was it was, it was a decent performance wasn't it so, I mean I, yeah. like you said I couldn't think of one of something but the other thing is normally a team that's got a Champions League final plays well enough that someone out on pitch basically gets <laughs> yeah. the hype and the keeper doesn't whereas on this one he probably would have had to be the standout for them. How how much blame do you put on Trent? The back the back post. Mm. There there is a thing for him, and I'd acknowledge a lot of fans won't because there's a there's a weird thing around Trent. But yeah, there's a campaign any, against any goal him. you concede is scrutinised yeah. to the maximum. Where it's if Robertson makes a mistake, it's well he had to go across because Trent wasn't there. It could be the most <laughs> bizarre goal. Yeah, and Van Dijk gets the blame. Him. Yeah, they all, all so Trent, that, is it, Trent. There's all there's a thing around him where. People say he can't defend, so the onus feels like it's on him every time he goes out to prove he, he can defend. And it can just be that he's a better attacking fullback than he is defensive, but his defensive capabilities are far understated. Like, mm. I don't think between him and Reese James, it's that insanely different that people are like, well, Reese James can defend, Trent can't. But Trent on this one, I guess, fine margins, Champions League final, if a guy sneaks off your back shoulder that's going to be pull, pulled up on. Well, yeah, but like I said, we score our chances. It don't matter anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, look, he's a spectacular player. He's, he's a world-class player. He's the best He's the best in England at that position. Um, you know, he, he, look, he's only going to get better. He's a young lad. He's only going to get better. Uh, he's going to be a future England captain, in my opinion. Well, he's got that bad. the Gareth before getting the squad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, yeah, I do. Young Scouse lad, he's got confidence. You know, when he gets older and he becomes an even better player, why not? Why not? I think Ramsdale will have the captaincy then. I'm not, not being Trippier funny. Be 40 years old and Gareth's going, you know what, that Trent fella's doing well. But... I'm not being funny. Howie Kane was made captain. Well, he can't... Yeah. You can't tell me he's a captain. He's not a captain, Luke. He's not captain for Spurs. I, it should be Henderson. Hang really. on a minute. Trent hasn't been on Jimmy Fallon yet. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> mate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to Augusta during the season. Sorry, but what must the Americans have thought of Hurricane? Just watch him. Like, oh, is everybody like that over no, there? They wouldn't have understood him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, can someone wipe the camera down, please? It's covered. Um, Vinicius clearly fancied that matchup going into the game. He clearly fancied it during the game. Um, perhaps doesn't look like that in the manner that he does score. It's not like he's butchered Trent and done that, but they clearly thought that was somewhere they could get him behind because the way they were shifting the ball, trying to stick it on that back post and every other time. There is a stat now that Klopp's now tied Marcelo Lippi for the most defeats in a Champions League final. <laughs> so that was Dortmund 2013, then Liverpool 18 and 22. On the one hand, you can give him props for getting there. On the other hand, I guess you can give him stick for losing it. It's not the, the same amount as finals as Ferguson, isn't he? No, Ferguson didn't lose three, lost two, I believe. Oh, yeah, because of Dorman, yeah, yeah, he did, it's, yeah. It's like the LeBron paradox. I was about to say, though, yeah. yeah. It, we'd be better off not getting to the final. Well, this, this, yeah. this is... 
I'd rather I'd rather get there. Yeah, and, I'm just presenting. I'm not, the I wasn't feeling on our Saturday night, but I'd rather get there and lose <laughs> than just never get there. Yeah, it's one of them in it. You know, teams like I know, we got a, a mutual friend in common. He's a Chelsea fan. They got knocked out, but but we get more stick for losing the final. But we gone further there now. It's kind of it's, the price you pay, I guess. LeBron syndrome. Yeah. Um, this is the third straight European final to end one 0 Longest streak of finals ending with the same score since six straight. They ended 1-0 between uh, 77 and 83. Once the Benzema goal had been ruled out, you'd think that was like the wake-up call Liverpool needed. That was, if I was a commentator, that's the the drum that I'm banging at halftime. Look, they've had their warning. They're now going to come out second half and they're going to be bang on it. And it felt like your forward players seemingly lost belief as... Courtois continued making saves and once the game went on and there was the feeling of we're playing we're starting to play their game here they started getting on the ball more Casemiro was just everywhere and it must have been disheartening as a player to think I don't know how I'm going to beat this guy because the chances you had you weren't taking I I don't know but it seemed as the game went on I didn't enter the last 10 minutes thinking Liverpool are banging on the door here but I do think that's just a continuation of the way we've been playing the last few weeks and even month or so, where whether it's just a number of games or whatever, we do look just a little bit more lethargic. We don't have the same sort of zip to our passing, our running as we have done. And so if you're chasing a game, that's a lot harder to do at that point. It's not like, say, in the middle of the season where we're on that run where it looked like you could tear a team to shreds, which I think everyone expects us to always turn up like. And in the Champions League final against Real Madrid in your 64th game or whatever... It just ain't that simple. What What did you think? Did you think the game, if you had to pinpoint Yobby, where you think the game was lost? Do you think it was the midfield? I mean, there's a certain player you brought on who definitely didn't help the situation. <laughs> I think... Oh, God. Yeah, we can analyse this to death, and I'm sure you want to. But um, at the end of the day... We can talk about something else if you want. At the end of the day... We can talk about midfield, the defensive mistakes, bringing on serves, but it's as simple as we did not take our chances. We oh. had so many. How many chances? You you're the st- you got the stats. I don't have those stats. How many? Oh, oh, why not? <laughs> but you're the pod. Uh, but I'm what I will say, that is the difference. That's why we lost the game. Because oh, they put away their one chance and we didn't. I don't, I I don't think- believe there's any... Uh, justification to say our defence lost it, our midfield lost it, our striker... At the end of the day, you know, club made mistakes, you say. At the end of the day, that is it's simple. That is the chalk and cheese of it. We didn't put away... Our, we had about nine shots, did we? We didn't put away any of them. They put away one. That is the difference. That's the, that's why it's only 1-0. Some, yeah. of the, some of the time that you had on the ball in the first half, you would think that's kind of the bread and butter of Thiago when you compare it with the time on the ball that Modric was able to do with less time. Mm. Valverde wasn't playing in the midfield. Like that guy playing on the wing by the way, is just insane. So when you can defend like that, that high up the pitch, then you've got Casemiro at the other end. I feel like whether it was a better game plan, their midfield facilitated what they needed to do better than yours did. And Naby Keita, I think his shot, and I don't even need to pinpoint the minute because you both know the shot I'm referring to, is up there with the Aspas corner against Chelsea. No, it's not up there with the Aspas corner because Aspas wouldn't get near Champions League <laughs> final. But let, that's, that's by the by. Uh, Naby Keita's done that a few times this season and he seems to have the confidence to do it. You know, but he just... Lord, give me it. that delusion. <laughs> you know, Christ. But, uh, oh well. 
do you think maybe if there was more depth in the squad that midfield oh we've had this debate <laughs> all season this has been rumbling all season I think the squad that's absolutely fine yeah I, I, I think agree the fact that we played the most games what in Europe perhaps is it you know you the played the, ma- the maximum well, games yeah. you could have played I think I think you know that that in itself what do you want to just do get knocked out so we can win you know people will say Man City squad is better but they won one thing you know, we won two, got to the final, and nearly won the other, and we haven't got the squad depth. It's, it's, it, I don't buy it personally. The the expected goals that Liverpool did have on the night is the highest of any team in the Champions League this season without scoring. Oh. So that looks to be in your attacking players, who we're going to get onto in a little bit, on the biggest stage, not taking their chances. Yeah, it's really. Madrid's like the lowest that someone's had. Uh, yeah, Madrid's had 0.88 <laughs> was their XG for the final. Decent. I don't know why that goal was ruled out, by the way. And that, that was... I, I I'd see, so, well, I was half pissed when I was watching the game. <laughs> so I can't, I can't, you know. But but I don't really understand. But it, it was if because I, Alisson was in, was it, in front of him. Well, they were yeah. saying basically because the ball is essentially played back by a Liverpool player that it shouldn't really have mattered who was behind who. But there's a rule in there that says it needs to be played intentionally for that well, to happen. Well, that's the same with like a back pass. You know, but if, it's not, not if you're sliding towards the goal, I don't know what in that instance they're saying your alternative is because Fabinho or whoever it is in that situation is never going to intentionally play that ball to Benzema. So that's mm. kind of where it falls short. So I, I what don't is know. the actual rule then? If a goalie goes forward, there has to be... Well, essentially the offside rule becomes almost insignificant as it is because the ball's played by a Liverpool player it's not played by a Madrid player in that situation like drawing the lines shouldn't really have mattered but because they determined the ball was unintentionally yeah. played almost like um, you can't play the back pass but if it kind of is deflected yeah, yeah, off yeah, you yeah, back yeah. then you can get away with it um, it just felt like one of those where if we didn't have VAR and that goal was given or that goal isn't given and I played you on silent and said can you pinpoint why this was ruled out I don't think you'd really be able to work it out if you were given all the angles they were. Mm. But I, I don't know. It's, as much as the, the jokes were there on Saturday night, if anyone was going to say about teams getting help in the Champions League, I don't think Madrid or Barcelona would be one of the ones that your conspiracy theories would be they've been hard done by. Mm. Sure someone could try it. Yeah, I think you'd be struggling. Yeah, I mean, that, that does I think, I think the rule, if, if that is, and you always got to question how much even the officials know the rules or the application of it, they seem like they're winging it most of the time. If they, I think it makes some level of sense, the rule. I know I probably would say that, but uh, that's, that's the way it goes. I remember, for the flip side, the, there was something with the offside rule. There was a Man United game earlier in the year. I can't remember who they were playing. It might have been, it might have been West Ham. I can't remember. But uh, Maguire scores an own goal. And it's basically a ball being played to the back post. Where someone is like that a was mar- Everton, wasn't it? I'm sure that was that You might be Everton? right. And someone's a, he flicked his leg. Someone's like he? a mile offside at the back post. And Maguire has to go for the cross, puts it in his own net. I was like, I'm sure well, that's Everton. That should be ruled out, really, because, because ball, he's not going to. He's pulled his legs back. So he's not going to put striker, the. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to go there unless that player's in an offside position. Yeah, yeah. So that's one where some level of common sense probably would have helped him, but it wasn't because the rule was the rule. I will so say, then I maybe don't in the final. I think there would have been the same level of protestation if it was a Liverpool goal being ruled out in the same way that we weren't complaining too much, I doubt, when the United goal was ruled out to. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was using it as an example. I have no appetite to see Man United uh, have uh, own goals chalked off, but I'm just saying. 
the last thing on the final itself, um, if I told you pre-game that you'd limit Benzema to no goals, you'd have been even more confident going into the game. And for all I was hearing after the game, kind of singing his praise, I didn't think he had a great game. We were hearing about his link-up. I didn't think the ball was sticking to him, particularly as the game went on. He had a couple of passes. Benzema, like I was hearing, I do think if we're weighing up like the best performances through the season, he is the outstanding one. But it felt like you were kind of forcing the narrative there rather than it being what we've seen. It should have been Vinicius Jr. singing his praise. It should have been Ed Emeletau. It should have been Casemiro. It could have been any of that back line or Courtois. And then we're singing about Benzema after Rio Ferdinand's going, I don't know how anyone could pick against a Ben pick against Kareem Benzema in the form he's in. He picked Liverpool before the game. Yeah, very bullishly. It was just the way those pundits changed their tune from pre-game and after the game. And people can point to us doing that. We're not on the TV doing it. We're not paid the big bucks to be doing it. They all just pretended in the post-game like they'd called it play for play. It's insane. <laughs> Michael Owen going, oh, well, I suppose everyone knows better than we do then. It's like, well, I'd hazard a guess yeah. that a lot of us probably do. And th- that is kind of the criticism, Michael. <laughs> we shouldn't. And yet a lot of people do seem to know better than you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get too much into the specifics of what happened pre-game. Um no, no amount of hyping up Camille Cabello's performance but was really <laughs> putting an end to that. <laughs> I don't know what you thought about the coverage because they're getting a lot of stick. Gary Neville jumping in. I'm not sure he'd have been out there in the thick of it reporting if that's the path he's going to go down. What's he said? He he said, like, their coverage is always like this. We shouldn't have expected anything more from them. It felt like if you're going to give us the information that this is happening outside the ground, mm. you kind of need to give us a bit more than that. Like any information that we got, we're essentially all getting from Twitter. Mm. Just yeah. saying, there's been tear gas out there, by the way. And we should have Camille Cabello Yeah, about 10 minutes. There was a weird tone to it as well, wasn't there? When they were sort of like, sort of half jokingly, and then also them being like, oh, but this is quite a serious situation. I was like, which one of these is it? As, as it is, I'm left totally in the dark. Mm. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't really remember a lot of it because, yeah. well, <laughs> I, I was our piss. But uh, the coverage, see, we lost. We, we saw it on Twitter, we were in the garden, We because it said it was going to be delayed, but we, we didn't know what was going on. We just, it just said kick off delayed. So we went back out and we were getting uh, images and videos sent to us. And to be fair, it, to be fair, the, 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 the rhetoric UEFA, what released, I don't believe that at all. Well, it's happened said, previously with said, French police and English fans. It's happened to United fans when they were in Lille. Yeah, they, they said fans arrived late. But, but look, on my oh, Facebook... I they I, took three hours I, early. Something. Yeah, yeah, on my Facebook, yeah. I've got hundreds and hundreds of uh, good Liverpool fans, scousers, all over the place. And obviously, they're not pen pals. They're, they're mates I've recruited over the years. And they're all saying the same thing. They got there two, three hours before the game. They were involved in crushes. They didn't have an idea what was going on. There's pet, they, some of them being pepper sprayed. Uh, and, you know, you see all these videos of these little rats, these little... Uh, sneaking in. Yeah, these French... Not they just sneaking in, in. They? Yeah. Mugging, mugging and wow. stabbing. And you see these videos. There's a video circulating. I don't know how, what truth it is. Of a Real Madrid fan getting run over today. Jesus. Yeah, there's a video. It, it, it was like a war zone after the match. Kid trying to get the Metro. People jumping, like nicking things. It feels like they were set up for the scenes that they were expecting rather than the scenes that they actually received. Yeah, but... And they yeah. had to cop out immediately by saying, well, we weren't prepared to host it this soon. We were thinking... Well, we no, that's, the next that's what the, 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 
that, that woman that was it, the minister? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what she said today. Uh, and I knew that was coming. To organize it. I knew that was like coming. A... Oh, we've only had three months. No <laughs> apology. No sorry. Oh, it was uh, it was our mistake. The police were, you know, it was. Uh, we only had three months, and I'm just thinking it's the same old thing. Just, I think they were in an awkward position with going too hard on like this has happened previously because of what happened at the Euro final, where they felt they couldn't perhaps dig out things too much but it's like well yeah. we might have to look a bit closer to home in that case because I'm not being funny, we didn't get any of that on TV did we I don't remember there being much about that before the Euro final was on Twitter and no, yeah. Yeah. you got yeah. it after really yeah. you got it after Luke, the I don't believe there's 30 to 40,000 tickets um, well she said fake tickets they said it was a massive fraud 30 to 40,000 fake tickets Come on. No, yeah. Does bigger, anyone believe that? You'd have had a much bigger problem than you did if that was true. It happens. Because every, you know. every game, there's a certain level of people that try and sneak in. I've seen a Liverpool fan oh, today yeah, that's, that's shown that he snuck in with a that. fake UEFA pass. And it's like, this probably isn't the time to be to be doing this. Do yeah. To, yeah, yeah. Everybody, like, everybody does that. Even at concerts, people do that. I listened to a podcast recently where someone was saying about the 2006 Champions League final, which we don't usually talk about. And he was that Athens? The, no, the, that was in Paris as well, actually. Oh, your one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, no, that didn't happen, did it? He said there was an Arsenal fan impaled on a fence outside the ground because he tried climbing over and they had a blanket over him if you wanted to put your mind to use as to how bad the wounds oh, properly Jesus. were yes. and he was like they were eventually saying, well look he tried climbing in <laughs> like well you know <laughs> well, I guess yeah, uh, I think they were they were ready for something like you said they, I've seen videos of police they were all their right gear and they've all got masked all masked up I've seen videos and it's look obviously it's not funny in the slightest but I've seen videos there's a young lad just scanning his ticket and the copper just yeah, pepper sprays yeah. him, and you're thinking, "What is this? Like, what, what? This is unbelievable!" You know. And uh, to be fair, like I said, obviously a lot of Liverpool fans, a lot of people, Liverpool fans, were at Hills were that day, and they were there yesterday. I know a fan who was in tears on the concourse, an old, an elderly man, and uh, you know they, those memories are coming back. And it's just like it's crazy. Thank God, thank God, there's camera phones. This day and age, thank God for that. Well, and I'm surprised, and I don't normally big up journalists from this country. I think a lot of them are stealing a living. We, we, you know, we know the usual suspects, but I'm surprised the one media. Of them was, one of them was tear gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm surprised the media. <laughs> the best bit of journalism he's ever produced, and he ends up getting I'm surprised the media are so with us, with Liverpool. Yeah. The MPs are coming out saying what joke it was. The British media are coming out saying what they've seen. Gary Lineker, Kelly Cates, all the media outlets are, are pro Liverpool fans. There, there was hardly any videos of Liverpool fans. The, the videos are of, like, like I said, a lot of these French French people uh, running down the street, climbing that. Who's that? He's like this VIP, wasn't he? That one who went under the turnstiles yeah, and kissed I, that steward. Um, if if you put Cave being tear gassed on pay per view, it does more numbers than Luke Campbell Lomachenko on Sky Sports. <laughs> well, there was I, I did read that, and there was a journalist that his journalistic integrity should maybe be questioned. He said that he was filming it and he went in for cover in one of the um, offices and he was essentially told, look, you delete the footage or you're not covering the game, you'll be out. Fucking and up. he was like, well, I'm not going to miss the final, am I? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so he deleted his, his footage and he was with one of the newspapers. So it's like, this is literally a bigger story for you than the final. Yeah. 
but he wasn't. I mean, whoever it. told him to delete the footage should be in some pretty serious <laughs> trouble. Actually, you know, that's a, pretty yeah, much a Yeah, but we all know about cover-ups. <laughs> hey, um, but didn't PSG have seen a, a thing today? They had like a big TIFO, big banner saying 28th of the 5th, French police shown to the world for what they are. And it's it's an absolute joke. They got a big UEFA. UA, this is what winds me up, and I'm getting, I'm feeling myself getting wound up now because it's <laughs> it. the same organisation, UEFA, that same idiot, that Seferin, the bold plank, stood in front of my TV and told me when this Super League came out, this is the biggest spit in your face. Me, me, a lad who's been all over the world with Liverpool in in, in all competitions, including UEFA finals, where I haven't got tickets because they only give us a poultry amount of tickets so they can give it to their corporate sponsors and their friends and uh, how they make their money yeah that's all they're interested in not in their fans not on us they're not interested in us yeah and i've missed out on on tickets i've had to get get you know um i've had to get spare tickets anywhere i can miss out on finals and they're telling me as a spit in my face they're the biggest corrupt gang i've ever laid my my eyes on they, and they are shit scared. If that Super League comes back again, they're going to lose their money. And that's all it is with UEFA, it's money. The fans, you saw the other night, they don't care about the fans. We had a Europa League in Baku. Cam- Camilla Cabello, yeah. who, why is she coming? What do you What's think of going her, on? What do you it's think not of her performance, gig. by the it, way? I was drunk. <laughs> Look, I told you that, I pissed. Why, is, why are we that doing this? Us, <laughs> this is not America. We don't do that. We don't do halftime shows, pre-show. Get on... Get, this is what I mean about UEFA. It's just money, money, money. Forget the fans. Uh, and that's why the Super League upset them and scared them so much. They didn't. She didn't do Havana, did she? Do you want me, young thug? Well, nobody heard it. I was waiting for it. She could have done it. Her <laughs> being shot, the people were booing, by the way. It's unbelievable. Incredible. It, did nobody warn her? Did nobody warn her what was the, going on? The thing is, which, with the pre-show performance for one it's better to have the, it pre than half time I think we can agree there yeah. if they were to look at the interactions of your average Twitter timeline at half time during the Super Bowl it would be fairly easy to think we would want that kind of thing to take place because it's always overwhelmingly positive during the half time show of the Super Bowl where people are loving this so I can see why if you are out of touch in one of these people, if you're just going by the analytics yeah. and that, you would think it's a good idea. Liverpool fans Different have culture. maybe encouraged it by latching onto the Dua Lipa song. I was about to say, it doesn't help the Dua Lipa did bang. So. Well, I don't know. Everyone's mate. hoping for a Dua Lipa number, aren't they? The first time I heard a concert... Uh, We're all uh, hoping for a Dua Lipa. Uh, first, time I, <laughs> first time I heard a concert, a uh, football match, I was, I was in Miami. Liverpool played Man United um, in a pre-season friendly uh, and uh, Calvin, I think it was Calvin. No, it wasn't Calvin. It was, it was another DJ. He was on the Liverpool tour bus yesterday. Yeah, and that I've looked a that. dismal affair. He was loving it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, look, I wasn't there. I, I can't comment. None of us really can because we weren't there. But from what I can read, what I'm reading from people who were there, the whole thing was a shit show. Um, it's, it's a lot of people, like you said, everyone in the media, whatever, like said there about how it's just badly organised, terribly policed, and all that. But a lot of people who weren't there on Twitter are saying it was all Liverpool fans' fault. Yeah, so I don't know who yeah, to yeah. believe. I don't, I don't yeah. know which one's going to be right. I know, I know. Good dang, good dang. I'm going to believe this. Good dang, good dang. The, uh, there's this one that keeps at in uh, Miguel Delaney, who's a Chelsea fan, who just seems utterly determined to prove that it was Liverpool's fault. I don't know why. Yeah. I get like like rivalry or whatever, but I, I don't really get what's yeah. your investment so in this. Very, very strange. If 
if we do move on to uh, the quad, uh, no amount of close-ups of Camille Cabello's cheeks can cover up the fact that it was a disappointing end to the season for Liverpool. In the only way, in the only possible way... You're waiting for us to see well done there, Luke, aren't you? No, I've got to get my little... He's happy with himself, that's all he needs. My little transitions. Uh, In the only possible way that our season's can be compared. We spoke last week about Arsenal's expectations being amended as the season went on and how judgment would be altered after the final games have been played. And whether it was driven more by the media, the fans, or a combination of the two, the quadruple became such a talking point as the season went on that now that you close things out with only a cup double, do you think the season was a success? You first. No, go, go, go to you go first. Well, it's got to be classed as somewhat successful, of course. If you can't it's a yes or no question, if it's a season of success, yes or no? It's a hard one. <laughs> if you, do, you, do you want to answer this one before we get on to no, it? You got, I've got my order of questions here. <laughs> uh, well, look. Just yes or no? No, because no, cause I'm not having this. No, this is how I'm we not, do I'm it. Not, it's, this is not like yeah, television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I'll give you four options. Go on then, yeah, I prefer that. Yeah. Strongly <laughs> strongly agree, agree, disagree, strongly disagree. Oh, so, oh, success. Ah, uh, uh, okay, agree. Not strongly agree, Okay. but I agree. You put eczema on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is a tough one. TK, did you ever entertain the quadruple in your head as a realistic possibility there's no getting around it you do end up sort of like dreaming after City drew a West Ham sorry after City drew a West Ham was when I think beforehand it was yeah we'd already Um, dropped points to Spurs haven't we but as a Liverpool fan I was thinking of a quadruple much earlier than that no I mean in terms of maybe when it really felt like this could happen I know you were thinking about it you were thinking about it from the League Cup I've, well, no, not so much a league cup. When we beat uh, no, no, City, you, no, quite when we literally, beat... you mentioned the quad after beat after winning the league cup. Yes, but that's because Jamie Carragher had the conversation with Jimmy Floyd. He was the one who brought it up, and I was and I was thinking, on, boys, you know, in fairness, you... after the league, I believe I did write the quads on. <laughs> it's on, maybe, but I was being somewhat joking at that point. But if, within a month, I probably was going. You know what? It's good. I, I, I never really thought we were going to win the league. Was the issue? So I was, I was, I was at Wembley in the FA Cup semi, and when we beat City convincingly, we beat, okay, it was three two, but we beat them convincingly that day. And I thought, you know what? Even though we were behind in the league, well, we weren't. At, oh yeah, we were. That's the you were getting the treble as well. I've, I thought, you know what? what? We're going to do it. We, we, well, not going to do, it, but we can do it. Put it that way. Um, but like, like I said, if we weren't on for a quad, but still won the League Cup and FA Cup, you know, people would give us more credit than they are because we've because we come so close. It's almost worse, like we mentioned earlier at the final. Yeah. It's almost worse that we've made it to the end and fell short of two trophies than if you know if we weren't in contention. Well, that's, yeah, if we had a crap league campaign but got two trophies, we'd go, oh, yeah, well, well, yeah, still we would have gone, oh well, season. you know what? It's a, it's two trophies next season you know yeah it feels like at least in the media's perspective there's been more disappointment attached to this campaign than there was with you just scraping forth last season because you ended the season where you thought perhaps you weren't going to get fourth so when you do clinch it it's seen as okay we got that over the line Mm -hmm. this didn't feel like getting something over the line and if it was that the FA Cup was 
after the season had finished as it was as it had been and how it probably should be so say you lose the league then you win the FA Cup then you lose the Champions League it's probably even looked at as more positive then it just feels like you had your positives and then your negatives so yeah it's essentially like losing two cup finals in two weeks isn't it in a way because that the final game was like a cup final even though we win yeah, and even, City win, it's, it feels like then. a loss. I'd rather City had just won that 7 0. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why they, they had to do that. To put that. <laughs> like, it's like. It's he doesn't like he's been that, personally punished. Yeah. For it. <laughs> it's like it's. <laughs> It's like his fate that that it happens a certain way. It's like oh, I said the Everton oh, yeah. fans at the Emirates look like Smurfs after the game had finished. The amount of blue flares that went off there when mm. City's goal went in to when, when uh, be the winner. Five one, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't a very happy day for us either. To be fair, so I think uh, they were happier than we were leaving the ground. Um, the stat that did do the numbers on Saturday night was that Liverpool have played three finals this year, zero goals. Now. I do think that's nonsense in the way that you'd quite happily have won the Champions League after 120 minutes, nil-nil, and you went on penalties. Um, but that being said, does it speak more to the performances in these finals? Is there something with Liverpool and finals in the way that you are playing? Because goals, you would usually say, are the last thing that Liverpool lack. <laughs> yeah, well, it's part of when you said we were previewing the Champions League. I said, even in the ones we've won, it hasn't been like our fluid best. It's just been we've managed to get over the line. And against Madrid, you're probably going to need a bit more than that. The yeah, I do think there is there's potentially something. To, can you play the way Liverpool do in a final where there's just extra nerves and more at stake? I wouldn't say we're we're not like gung ho, handbrake off like we were maybe in the early club days, but it's still on that basis. It's still supposed to be you're flooding forward, you're pressing. Harder to do that in a final. Is it you've kind of got mentally and physically, obviously, you're more tired because the end of the season normally as well. Is it? maybe something with the style of play that you have and it's something with Klopp's um, everything about that he has with Liverpool you do really have to be all in you can't have yeah, even the yeah. slightest element of doubt and even if you've got the slightest bit of hesitation in your pressing on the biggest occasion then then that's going to be found out yeah yeah most definitely I don't think you'd have fancied penalties against Madrid by the way I bet even their centre-backs can penenka things in a European final I bet so can Fabinho by the way so can Fabinho yeah. It would have been a good penalty shootout, probably. His shooting probably leaves a bit more to be desired uh, in a cup final as well. You can get all these crazy odds on him to just have a shot. Fabinho. Fabinho, yeah. And he seems to always rip one off from about 10 yards past the halfway line. He just he just sees the goal. He's had ideas this year, hasn't he? It's gone to his head. A few goals. Well, it's been his, well, it's been his record season in his whole career, isn't it? For professional it. football. All-round game. For goals. Do you think that as time goes on and we do have these oil-rich clubs that are just making it more and more difficult for honours to be spread out and City, it's Liverpool this year. City has been previously where you can't get looking in the League Cup. The FA Cup, they're going to be there right at the end. The Premier League, we've seen what they can be like this year. Are Either you're going to have to celebrate the lesser trophies more and it's as an Arsenal fan, I mean, I've been banging the drum for the FA Cup <laughs> for God knows how long and... Liverpool fans maybe have shown a bit more appreciation for it this year, but moving forward when we would only count trophies normally, do you think in years to come we're going to have to start adding context to some of these? Because when you do look back at Liverpool season in 10 years' time, there is going to be no context to this and it's going to be Man City, League, Real Madrid, Champions League and I go, okay, Liverpool had a good, good few cup runs that year and that's what it's going to look like on paper. Do you add context to these things or is it just as simple as look 
you probably would have won the well, you would have won the title in any other era with that points tally. You've lost the Champions League to the most successful European side ever. You played every game possible. You lost four games in sixty-four. Does that just ultimately not matter? Should that should we even talk about context there? Well, if this was United, want, yeah. if this was United, would would you add context, or would it be look? You had the chance for the quad. You bottled the two biggest ones, and that would be what we'd be saying. Well, yeah, but then five years down the line, it might be us. Do you know what I mean? So well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. should, there, should there be context or not? No, like an asterisk by it yeah. saying bottled well, it. Well, like no, a lot, of, like a lot of fans said about when we won the league, they put no, asterisk. No. The opposite way. I think the fact that you've lost these, should there be context added? Well, by the way, they lost this to one no, of the of richest clubs in the there world. Won't be, no. Well, well, should, there, won't should be. there be? It, yeah, but well, yeah, but of course there won't be. In, in the facts and figures, yeah, no. Five years time, we just look back at this and go, yeah, of course. Some Liverpool fans will look back and go, oh, yeah, we had a good squad that season. And we did. We we have one of the best squads in the world. But as regards to, it'll be forgotten about. Because is, is there just something in that that we should start looking at some of the fighter margins? Like, say, Leon finished one point behind PSG in the league. Should then... In five years' time, when we're looking at that, should there be contacts added? Like, well, by the way, they spent about 150 million less than them. They pushed them all the way, but they didn't get a trophy at the mm-hmm. end of it. Is it should it be as plain and simple as, well, you didn't win a trophy, so why do we care? Yeah, because I think I think ultimately, I think go and do it next season. I think that's a, that's a because the crux of it. It's, I you've think you've got to go and win it, haven't you? Liverpool fans are going to be asking for an asterisk the size of a moon to be added to Klopp's... If Klopp, if Klopp left this year, you would never be able to ask a Liverpool fan, what do you think of Klopp's time at the club without there being, well, he won this, and I'm saying only this, like it's a Champions League and a league. But you add on, but he spent this much less than Man City, he did this, he did that. Mm. It would never be a simple, he did a good job. Well, no. Because of the circumstances that he's competing in. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose would, you, yeah. It would have to be contextualised anyway. If you look at, if we ask people, right, who's doing a better job, Pep or Klopp? There will be a, a discussion, a debate. If you're just going off the numbers, you'll go, well, look, he's won four of the last five Premier Leagues. This guy's better. But so it's being contextualised by his, by the account of the fact that people acknowledge Klopp's had more of an uphill battle in terms of what he inherited, in terms of the resources available. Not yeah. to say he hasn't had any, but by contrast, so that's Jordan why the context said is today, he doesn't care about results. Liverpool are the best team in the world. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Go on, son. Go out to bat for us. It's all relevant, isn't it? It's all relevant. People might look at Klopp's net spent to Guardiola and say, oh, he's done better. Pep Guardiola's won four out of five leagues. Oh, Klopp's only won one. He's done better. Klopp's got to three European Cup finals, four European finals. He's won it. He's won the World Club Cup. He's won the Super Cup. He's won the league. He's won the League Cup, the FA Cup. You know, he's better. But, you, you know, it's just one of them, mate. Well, before we do move on, TK, do you think the season's been a success? Yeah. Yeah, ultimately. It's, it's true. A little bit like the pod last week. It's kind of like, I was somewhat miserable, but I also kind of had to feel like, probably shouldn't be suing too entitled here because I'm still a prospect of getting three trophies. We already had two. Um, I think we said about with Arsenal, you've got to sort of change the barriers sometimes in terms of, what you thought at the start of the season, it can change mid-season. 
if you look at the start of Liverpool season, I don't think people probably thought would be as good as we have been. And there were some doubts about them going in. But yeah, so if we were the highest anyone had Liverpool in their pre-season predictions, one of us had them in second. Yeah, and if you look at most pundits, whatever, some had us outside the top four, some had fourth. Some had Chelsea. Some had Chelsea. A lot of people felt United had jumped us up, which I pushed back on in pre-season. Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the less said about him, the better. Great pundit. So I think with that, it'd be if we were like second, but it was like a misleading second, like we were a mile off. Like United. I think you could, yeah, if we were on like 70 points and they were on whatever. But when you get 92 points and you just fail because you've lost to an all, all-time great team, it's hard. It's hard. I do think the the Champions League final performance is a bit of a disappointment, but the season as a whole, I think you've got to say it's a success ultimately. It, it just you probably won't. The only, the only you won't get a chance at a quad like that again. Is no, the thing. I don't think you're, you're doing that. We're reaching dangerous territory if it becomes that. Look, you can only celebrate the league or the Champions League. Like if we, we should yeah. not be looking down, and I know Liverpool, the FA Cup doesn't perhaps mean as <laughs> look, much to you as it did to this, us. You bang the nail on the head there. You bang the nail on the head. Uh, and for so long, people have been slagging off Jurgen Klopp for that exact reason. So, but well, now the rest of the Klopp country, was, he didn't take these cups seriously, and everyone was saying, "Well, come on!" Like, I, I think, I think but now that he has, I, you can't be sort of like, yes, when it was oh, he's only won a few years ago. So I like, think well, you, the, you asked him to, and he did. It's clear to see, Luke. It's clear for everyone to see that the squad wasn't there to start. You had to build that squad. Yeah, the, where he's going to get the his, money? Start of his. Campaign yes, order. where he's going to get his money, the club were going to get their money to invest in that squad, was the Champions League, get high up in the league. So, of course, he's going to rest because we don't have the squad. This season was the first time Jurgen Klopp has had a squad that can compete. But like you said, people are laughing. Oh, you've got best parade. You've only won the League Cup and FA Cup. But the other year, you were, you were complaining that, oh, Liverpool don't take it seriously. Jurgen Klopp, he's not English. He doesn't take these English competitions seriously. I think if you had that bus parade a week later... There would be there's some some people were just gonna say that regardless. Oh, you're having yeah. a bus parade. Like Cam, we can name been on here before. He's in no position to be saying Liverpool are celebrating an FA Cup and having a bus parade. And it's like, we've got to have some well, level. Not, of, I don't think in, in his life he's only celebrated one cup. Like I will say some of the some of the rhetoric around. Well, no, sorry, he celebrated another cup when they ran up. on the pitch to yeah. stay up. Yeah, they celebrate. Yeah, some yeah. of the things yesterday with. I was seeing. Pro- look, probably celebrate the Champions League. I'm sorry, to be fair, he's seen a few. He didn't make the Champions League. He got no. knocked out. No, he said he's no, he celebrating. But Duncan Ferguson, he, he celebrated quite a few finals we've lost, I believe. If oh, I oh, yes. yes. Uh, there was a thing yesterday where like no other club would do this, and I mean Arsenal had several hundred thousand there for an FA Cup. It's a it's a thing where the supporters are just happy to win a trophy, and it's just a rare moment where you can have any kind of connection with the players. Um, I think the day after a Champions League loss is a just a perfect sort of leveller as well in kind of picking people up a bit as well well no look you'll know as well as me want to lean back just so we don't get echo oh sorry Lucas you'll know as well as me mate yeah Arsenal I believe have been laughed at before all big clubs they have to plan with the councils they have to plan these parades yeah so it was planned that Liverpool were going to have it yeah regardless yeah yeah yeah. they were going to have it regardless obviously if we hadn't won anything it would have been cancelled but the fact that we won the league we done it for the 2020 league it's fine (laughs) that that wouldn't have got ridiculed at all (laughs) the league cup the FA cup and don't forget and a lot of people forgetting mate the women won their league the official statement from the club was it wasn't just these two trophies it was the women the women's bus was there as well they won their league. That wasn't why they had the parade, though. We can 
Okay, we could discuss. We, we were probably wrong doing, to leave them downstairs. We probably what, should have let them on what top. What I'm right? doing, Luke, is is, is no, telling I, I you what, what I've heard from the LFC website. Nobody yeah. else, the LFC Direct website, has told me, uh, and I believe over you, that <laughs> that it was the women as well. I'm saying if you. If, and to if, give women that exposure, if you, you can't be a dinosaur oh, and laugh around here. If only they'd won the league, they were having an open top bus parade. I yeah, I agree, I agree. But free, free, it's free trophies, isn't part, it? Part of the issue is that I don't know who does the organising at Liverpool. Don't leave the big cardboard placards outside the front of the ground that have league champions on it and... Don't leave ones out there with seven Champions Leagues for people to take pictures oh. of. Just don't do these things. Yeah, but they all <laughs> yeah. do that. They all Think do ahead. That. Yeah. We're not the only club to have done that. No, no, I'm yeah. saying um, people, you could have won 1-0 and there would have been a subsection of people that said, well, you should have beat, you should have beat them. You didn't even win the league while you having an open top parade for. There's some people that were just not going to be happy regardless. In terms of a s- subsection of fans, how many do you think saw it say game delay till 9.30? didn't take into account French time and genuinely miss some of the game. <laughs> I did think There's got to be a small number. So yeah, there will be like a percentage, won't there? That would have just gone, okay. Especially if you were, you know, at a bar or something, you saw it, but right, fuck it, I'm going out and getting... Well, more, I don't know if I mentioned I was half pissed and I knew it was a, <laughs> half eight. I knew it was time difference. There's one thing BT did actually get on top of, immediately they were like, Right, this is obviously French type, just so <laughs> they were probably thinking but Manaman won't get it otherwise it'll be off somewhere. Um in not the terms sharpest. Of, if you hadn't had enough bad news on Saturday, the bad news did carry on coming into Sunday. Um Fabrizio Romano tweeted yesterday, Sadio Mane has decided to leave Liverpool this summer. He's ready for a new experience after many special years with Reds. It will be confirmed to the club, buying a strong contenders, but it's still open and not completed as Sadio wanted to wait for the final. Um he's Often spoken about, and I saw, I think, Carragher's quoted this to him before, as Jurgen Klopp's first Liverpool sign-in. He's only one I had a look today that before him, and it's a rough ride before him, I understand why you might want to push some of these to the side. Groich was Klopp's first sign-in. You then had Stephen Corker, Grabara, a keeper I don't think ever got a game, and Carius all came before Mane. Mane obviously was the first kind of marquee signing that you got over the line. There were some eyebrows raised about the price. 269 games later, 120 goals, 48 assists, 34 bookings, and surprisingly only one red card. A golden boot. I think that red card stat should be looked into. A shared golden boot with uh, Habamia. Who cares? It's a golden boot, Luke. He was given one. Were they all given one? Come on, come on, Luke. Arsenal, come on. (laughs) They were given a third of a boot each. It was weird. TK, is this news a shock to you? I think we'd had a fair bit of warning going in, didn't we? Only in like the few days leading up to all because all the talk about Salah, kind of Mane, maybe this is contributing. Yeah, I dare say it might well have. Or just one interview, one sit-down interview with Carragher was enough to make Salah's <laughs> mind. No, no, I've had enough. I'm out of here. It, the only thing that I thought was a bit odd was that his sort of I'll reveal it after the Champions yeah. League. I thought, well, it's not really on brand. And I thought if you're going to do that, it's probably to say you're staying. I didn't think it was a bit of an odd. All the other noises were that. Suddenly, Bayern came into the picture very quickly. And once that happens, you kind of go. Well, they're, le- they're losing Lewandowski, aren't they? He said today his career is yeah, over with he, Bayern. He called them not a serious club. Yeah, yeah. which I thought was a. What? Is it with regards to so, European? So, no, the context with it mean? was he was basically saying, Look, I want to leave. And supposedly the Bayern press officers tried translating for him. And he pointed and said, Look, they're not a serious club. Because he was trying to twist his words. 
was effect right, the effect okay. of it. Um, I don't want to get too in depth with actually before that. I thought with Mane's decision, it was maybe going to be he was never going to. It was kind of a mistranslation there, and it was going to be look. I'm not going to speak about this now. We'll speak about this after. Potentially on the BT coverage, they were really hamming it up. Like we're going to hear from Mane after the game, and he's going to tell us his decision. Yeah, the big reveal. <laughs> If Manny had said it, I'm not fucking leaving, I would have been so shit. <laughs> Without going too far into him, because we're going to speak about him in a minute, with Salah's contract, and that is all the focus on that, how much do you think this is an ego thing for Mane? Oh, well, like, obviously Salah's been in the limelight all year like, about well, his contract. Like, Mane thinks this is his five minutes of fame. You're like, if you, if you don't want me to be the main man, I'll go be the main man elsewhere. Maybe he thinks he's better than being a number two. I don't know, Luke. To be honest with you, I don't. I don't know. At the end of the day, they're both world-class players. Look, they have got egos, and if he wants to go, then he goes. Liverpool club will move on. We we get money for him. It's not a lot, by the way. I'll ask Apparently, you about that in only, just a second. It's only twenty-five, isn't it? No, 25. a bit more. But I'll ask you what you'd value him at. Can Can you understand Bayern as a move? Like, surely a bit nicer than seeing him join Madrid or City, etc. We had seemingly every player that was going to leave was joining City or United, and that was rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you, I mean, you wouldn't want him joining Madrid. They've been sniffing around enough of your <laughs> players. Barca, not pleasant, but a bit more palatable. Bayern feels a bit more like, I can justify that to myself if you join Bayern. Probably the easiest one to take on the chin. But yeah. I, I think it's a bit of an odd move for him at the minute. It is an odd move Just for him. They're not at their best, and he's, what, 30 now? Yeah. So you don't really want to be part... They're not a rebuild, are they? But Are they telling him he's going to be Lewandowski's replacement? Sorry? Do you think they're telling him, look, he's out, you're in? Yeah, I mean, potentially. Yeah. It's so. easy. If you join PSG, and I know this from listening to Yovi in particular, it's easy just... He went for the money. He went for the money. He went for this, for well, that. Well, I think we've spoken about this as well. Look, we're Liverpool, and obviously Manny and Salah... Oh, sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, Manny and Salah, obviously, are both Liverpool. We're both... There's two Liverpool fans here, so yeah. we, I'm going to revert back to Liverpool. In the past, you've seen your Owen, Coutinho, Suarez, McManaman, you know, uh, Sterling, uh, and you know my thoughts on Sterling. And, uh, and I it's don't, all, actually. It's I'm, all, I'm assume, I genuinely it, don't. I'm assuming it's not good. It's almost believable. It's <laughs> a derogatory tone. It's, it's almost like we had to, oh, leave them. Bless them. They're going for trophies. No, Le- no, no, no. Let them further their career. And it's almost like Liverpool fans had to accept oh, they're going, yeah, leave them, they're going to win things. Well, we're at a point now, okay, you'll say, well, we haven't won the league with Champions League. We are competing for trophies. So that excuse is not there no more. So what else is it? I mean, when justifying it to yourself, and we all do this, if a player leaves, particularly if it's one that we like, it was easy for me when Fabregas left to say, look, Barcelona were the team that he grew up, I can justify him going there. When Nasri went to City, it was easy to kind of go, you're only going for the money. There could be no other reason for this. You're going for the money. And so with Mane, is it perhaps there isn't one singular reason where it almost turns you against the player. You can kind of go, okay, we appreciate what you've did. You can go and there can be not too many hard feelings when you go to Bayern because mm. you don't really have a thing with them. It's not <laughs> like they were beating you 5-1 mm. every year like they did to us. No, I think, yeah, <laughs> obviously that is that element when you go abroad... There's not that much, there's not that much uh, hatred or it's when you go to a rival you know that I know that TK you know that it's when you go do. to a rival it, it almost is like it's for many well, why else United like Alexis 
but, but then again, the tourism is like a dagger. Honestly, they don't understand <laughs> oh, a lot of these foreign clubs. They, they don't, you know. The, the I think they understand. I think a lot of them care. It's probably yeah, closest yeah. to the point, probably, which is, yeah. isn't nice to think about. But yeah, I, I think I just think the only angle I don't get is from the players' point of view on this. I just think Bayern's a bit of an odd choice, but fair enough. He does want to go. One year left on his deal. What kind of price do you? think we're talking about here the initial report said about 30 million uh i think it was the liverpool echo are saying liverpool want around 50 million euros which is about 42.5 i can't see liverpool keeping him against his wishes like they have done with stars previously because some of the players you've mentioned it would be inconceivable that you'd lost suarez to us the one year and won't go through that whole saga um you're cheating us out of that um <laughs> gerard five pound gerard certain Things were put in place. Certain fans influenced him and said, "You look, you're not going anywhere." I, don't, I think this is a lot like the Torres one. We like, look, if you want to go, we'll go. We'll we'll take the cash. If you're going to sell him, this is the time to do it. This is the last time you're going to get any money for him. How much money do you do you think if if you if they say, "Look, Yovi, we're a bit too close to this situation." Yeah. What do you? We think need is someone not emotionally invested in objective. <laughs> they, go on. They, well, they they, they look. The, the, See, trouble is now, the trouble is now the trouble is now that they got one contract, they one year left on their contract. So yeah. no one's going to be bidding high. So do you? Although think- they're saying that we would be bid 180 million, did they find oh, people one year left? Sneaky going on there. But no. do you think 30's too low? Oh, of course. If you're looking at performance, well, I no, I think what in terms of what you can get in this market, there's a big thing at the moment where <laughs> our clubs really are the only ones that have any money. If you look at the money that. Juve had to take out a whole loan to get Vlahovic over the line. You look at some of the Barca are crippled in financial debt. I mean, Madrid are almost state-owned, aren't they? So it's a bit easier for them. But and a lot of the stash that they went for Mbappe that they now yeah. have going for someone. So that was you can't, weird. You can't, Mbappe deal. What's yeah, going on? We're there? going to talk about that with Salah. That's, but you can't demand some of the money that you previously could. You're not going to get a Coutinho level offer for Thor Mane. So I don't know what. Oh price no, yeah, that's think. because of the the, the cost, the, so, the age side. The age. So do you think thirty is fair? Do you think it should be closer to fifty? Yeah, but it's because he's only got a year. They got us bent over a barrel. Really, they. Then no, no one's going to offer a big amount for a thirty-year-old player. If if the news broke tomorrow, Sky Sports, we've got it confirmed: thirty million for Mane. Initial reaction: too high, too low, just right. I would tolerate it. I would want a little bit more. I'd only say it's it. got to be too low. But but well, that's it, what I'm asking. But yeah, you're going to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the quality of the player. Yeah, for, for the sure. quality of the player, it's too low. But, but we know with the situation. Year, it's that one-year contract. No one's going to pay. But and rightly or wrongly, I still fit. Yeah, if I see that headline. I'd still think, sorry, CK, to cut you off. If I seen that headline tomorrow, I would be, uh, yeah, you would be agreed. One of your best players, one of the best players in the world. Oh, you're yeah. getting rid of him 30 quid. Rightly or wrongly, uh, as well. 30 million. We've had a bit of a, a, a habit of getting more than we probably should for players, so you get a bit spoiled with that yeah, as well. Do you, you, make... you want to come back for one last job here? Huh? <laughs> Michael Edwards, do you want to come back for one last job here? That's the sort of thing they make a film about, and he dies doing the job. You might come back with Nabry, which would be unfortunate. Although the money yeah, he's turning down, I don't think you're going to be paying. Sally, that. I know you're. Uh, I know you want to get to Brighton, but Bournemouth have just come up <laughs> and they've come in with a sixty million pound offer. Can I interest you in that? It, it is tough, and I think when you look at the prices of some of the players at the other end of the market, I think you can maybe get a greater idea as to whether thirty million is a good or bad deal. One that would stand out to me, and I'm going from an Arsenal side again, just because that's what I see closest to, but. 
in previous times, say five, ten years ago, Bernd Leno, international level goalkeeper, he has caps for Germany, he's not that type. He's got one year left on his deal. The kind of price you'd be getting for him, you'd be talking probably between 10 and 15 million because of the quality he has. Not the top level, but that was just the kind of price you got for a squad level player. He'd be a Premier League starter. Yeah, some sure. of the level that you've, for some sure. of the prices you've got for some of your players previously, you can see that. They're talking about some German clubs aren't prepared to pay five million pounds for him at the moment, and it's the the level of money below the elite is questionable. Yeah. Bayern maybe don't have that issue, but I do think they're not really a club that's going to get bent over for it either. They're not going to come in with a stupid. Offer. I don't think anyway. And we see in the Dortmund negotiations with, I guess, getting to the Man City one now, and how they dealt with the Sancho transfer is. I think they'd be fully prepared to say, you don't want to talk? Cool, see you in a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think Mane can't compete with us at 31 years old? I don't think that's an issue. And then then you're like, uh... <laughs> it's, a, it's a tricky balance as well, isn't it? Between you have to get enough money that it's not worth basically forcing him to stay for a year. Because if you go... if you're well, trying to do a Lewandowski. Because it's, you know sometimes with like, Clubs think, oh, we'll sell him. We'll try and get a bit of money, and they'll get like fifteen or twenty million. And you think you may as well have just kept the player yeah, for a year yeah. and got a use out of him, rather than getting that. So you've got to make the money worth losing what has been a great player for us, whilst at the same time acknowledging you don't really want an unhappy player for a year if you can avoid it. No, and to have it come out this early makes you think he's very well set in his decision. He's comfortable with his decision. You don't have that leak because that's very clearly been leaked intentionally and to do that the day after you've just lost the Champions League says I'm not in a position where I'm going to tiptoe around here I know yeah. what I want at this point because you'd be a bit more sensitive about it otherwise you think Klopp also said it's not the first time before a Champions League final Bayern yeah. have had links with my players I, I thought quite, it was quite pointed yeah, yeah. how he pointed that out Liverpool are a very well round club particularly in the last five to ten years with the contract situations around Bobby, Mane and Salah it felt like Jota and Diaz were brought in to begin that transition if Mane is to leave as we expect do you think you have the quality to replace him from within do you think you could put Jota or Diaz there or do you think a big name replacement needs to be brought in well see like I said I don't know where all this information is coming from Mane and I know Fabrizio Sadat well, if he says but, I'm going to make his decision and then the next day the decision is however, comes out like that yeah yeah, that's fine I get all that I do understand that mate but what some people on Sky Sports have said oh the, the truth is he hasn't said that no what they so, said so, was he hasn't communicated to the club ah yeah okay brilliant. well yeah that's just, well, there you go on there this, you go. that's on the basis then so Mane is leaving do you think you well, could, they, do you yeah. think you could compete next season in the same way do you think you could challenge Man City <laughs> if you take Mane out and put Jota or Diaz in, Mane got 10 goals in the last 23 games of this, uh, 13 goals in the last 23 games of the season. Which is 13 since January, actually, so yeah. even better. I think, I think, I think we will, we will buy someone this season. So you think you would need, I think we would, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we would. I think you definitely I, think, I, could, I know, I know people will laugh at this, listeners will laugh, but obviously we're getting Origi's going, the same Minamina's going, well, so yeah. the squad seems to be, he's offloading well, from the Well, the question is going to be whether someone comes in and one of them gets lifted up and you get someone coming in behind. Um, it's... Carvalho's coming in, so that's it. Because you've got to think, will say, hey, we've got to at the point when you spend the money that you do on the two of those, the idea is, at some point, you're going to be replacing 
Mane or Salah was the thinking yeah, when you spend yeah, that amount. Sure. And it's just whether they expected to lose them that soon. But I've also got to think the contract situations didn't sneak up on you. Yeah, I think I said from the start, if you ignore the circumstance around it, I always thought two were going to go and Salah was going to stay. The, the, I think the Salah story, won, I, I still think We're going to Salah talk about him in a second. A bit more on the that. story for a decent portion of the season was Firmino, Salah and Mane's contracts are all up at the same time. They're probably going to bomb Bobby out of there and probably Sadio as well, depending on Salah's, Salah signs. Obviously, Mane's form picks up in the second half of the year to the point where apparently he's better than Salah. Pundits aren't knee-jerk at all. And, the, and then there's a, a different movement where it's kind of like we're scrambling to get him a deal, supposedly, and he actually, no, I want to leave. So the whole, the power shift has been interesting. And to be fair, the entire thing speculation from the start anyway, because we don't know if the plan was to get rid of him or if his plan was to stay or go. And basically just working on what we think because the club and the player have wanted the whole time. Because you spoke previously on here about Luis Diaz and you've not criticised him, but you said at some point people are going to say, yeah, like the, the outlet isn't there. Now, I do think that'll, that will come, but you would have to say to replace Mane, you need more than being what he is at the moment. I watched him on Saturday and I think with the way he plays, you're never going to look like you have a bad game. But for all that he did, I never really felt like Madrid were in danger. Um, he's very um, similar to like St. Maximin or Zahar or someone like that where you, you can look busy without necessarily doing too much yeah. damage. To be fair, I think that for me, as a Liverpool fan, that, that's, the, that's the first game this season where, where, well, that's one of his worst, worst performances and he's had. He has been consistent. I, I'm People, not saying he is. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he's... Brilliant. He has been very consistent. He is a special player. The issue is if I said to you now, <laughs> I want you to put your house on whether he scores 15 goals next season, I've got to think you you're hedging your bets on no more than you are yes. And if that's the case, he can't replace Mane and be the sole Mane replacement. The answer could be that you need him and Jota, if they can get 15 between them, then it's fine. Mm. But that's a risk to take when every game matters as much as it does. We can bring someone in and it can be, okay, you're not great now. In 20 games time, you're going to be the guy we need you to be. You don't have that luxury. Yeah, such every drop point is a disaster. On a very basic level, if you're losing money and City are getting in Haaland and as I pointed out, I forgot they're getting Alvarez in as well. Yeah. Considering they get some pretty big pieces in and we're losing what has been a pretty key part to Klopp's time at us. It's a pretty big chance to take to not replace him. Is, does Usman Dembele sound like a perfect replacement? Not if he skies it like he did in our semi-final against us. But that would at least mean he's playing though, which has been a problem. He has he has been this season though, since I know, but it's a contract year for him is is the issue. Yeah. Um I I do not buy that this guy will not get injured constantly. Somebody so. even mentioned Neymar. He's oh, out of contract soon, isn't he? Uh, that I, would feel so like men- Incom Bruce <laughs> with what Liverpool have been about. Uh, <laughs> someone mentioned Neymar. In in very simplistic terms, in that he's gonna offer you to a greater standard what Diaz is, but without any of the intensity. No work rate or like attitude. Neymar's intensity does not work in a Klopp system. <laughs> Imagine Klopp just looking at him and be so confused. <laughs> because why aren't you running? Part of the issue is all of the guys on the market that you're looking at, that you would be looking at to replace Mane, are the guys of tomorrow. 
I don't look at someone. So I think it was maybe a cheap rumour, but they said that if Spurs hadn't qualified for top four, you were going to test their resolve on Sun. And say, yeah, that, that, I've seen that today, you know. They I've were never going to sell you Sun. They were charged. But, but what the, oh, point, the, the point here is there's very few guys. That's the kind of guy you yeah, need yeah, to yeah. replace Mane. And yeah, there's very few work like hard that. and is a good goal scorer. Yeah, there's very proven, few that you can look at and yeah. say like that. Like, I mean, hopefully it doesn't doesn't get clopped when the rumours come back and say, look, Saka's got two years left on his deal. Let's let's be having a look at you. <laughs> but there's there's very few out there. I mean, and most clubs have the capacity to say, well, no, we're going to name this price. You can't bully clubs like you once could. Liverpool aren't really in a position to do that anyway. I don't think financially to bully clubs. Well, most clubs have something to them now where you can't do it. Whether you like him or not, to what level of success would Zahar be able to go into Mane's place in, in the team? If you look at the distance he runs, if you look at the intensity he has right up until the 90th minute, and you look at someone that you actually could get in, it fit the bill. I don't think you ever would do that. But to what extent, like... He's, in terms of ready-made guys, you know. can guarantee he gets you 10 goals a season. Yeah, but it's just a whole... I can't get back. Why, why didn't Man United like him? Why did Ferguson well, bomb him Well, to be fair, United didn't, like, United didn't like him. He was a teenager. And, I mean, we know the other reasons. So I suppose it didn't work out there. We won't get a slander case on it. But I think Patrice ever already took the hit on that one. Yeah. I think it's okay. Why? Well, yeah, the public that, domain. That's all I... I don't it, think he's the guy, but I'm You look saying, about Neymar, about his attitude. He wouldn't work in Liverpool. Why would Wilf Zaha? I he hasn't got that attitude. I he sulks every game. He, he you know... If he, he, he sulks and gets 15 goals a season, the guy's a joke. I, I, also, he does... Yeah, but, he, he does yeah, but that side... Like that side is built around him at Palace. I, that's why he does so well. That's, that's I think it benefit him not just... Being focused on him, though. I, I think, think, I think if you had... Palace have had a better year attacking-wise this year because they got more... If you had him players. buying in with Klopp, mm. that would be money. Yeah, it'd be fun. be good fun. But I, I don't... I, we my point it. is that there's there's very few guys who are giving you the guarantee of those goals. And and even that, though, that would be good and he'd probably be a fun player. And he could probably do okay. He probably still isn't going to do what Mane's done. No. So, even so, you're going to be basically... You'd be probably spending on someone who... Is still a, a reduced version you know what, of what you got. I think, the more I think about it, mate, the more I think if, if Jota is a main man, because obviously his season, he's dipped this season because of yes. of the strikers we have, of the luxury we've got at he our disposal. The half of the season, my whole thing is if you put Kane in in the in the talk for team of the season, you had to put Jota in there as yeah, well because yeah, yeah. Jota had the same half a season that Kane had. Yeah, if it, next season Jota plays first half of the season they just got forgotten if Jota starts next season and plays I'm confident he can easily get 15 goals in the Premier League I, I don't disagree the question is whether you'd be prepared to gamble the Premier League on that yeah yeah. and that's 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 the thing there is to who is to who you get in because I don't look at anyone else and there probably is going to be someone that, that does jump out I'm sure there's someone in the French but League the trouble is you know we, we had those players and we didn't win the league, so I suppose. Well, look at so the other thing is also we, we'd be sacrificing the very thing that we've been praising this year is that we got more depth than we've ever had, and so the first sign of it, we've, we're just getting rid of that, are we? And just, right, well, we're getting rid of him, promote someone else, but then you don't have the sub that you once had because if Jota's a starter, then who's coming on off the bench? Because like the other wingers that are being spoken about on the market is someone like Diaby at Leverkusen, mm. and. 
there's no guarantee that's going to work. I mean, Bundesliga transfers into this into the Premier League take time to adjust anyway. I I don't see Kevin essentially Kevin De Bruyne. He didn't click immediately. Well, for Chelsea. For for Man City, I mean, from memory, I, I oh, could be I completely know. wrong there. He's, he, yeah, he's he's probably he an exception. Further down the line, and that's the question: is whether you're prepared to take the time. Well, look at Sancho. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's whether internally Klopp's prepared to say, look, we need to play the long game here. Whether we buy this guy now and then next season we can go all out and assault Man City, whatever we get this year's a bonus. I, I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on Liverpool to replace Mane rather than say, look, we've got what we've got here. The, the pressure's going to be on Liverpool to do what they've done with a lot of their signings where it's, he's good now with scope to be excellent. That's basically what they've done each time with Salah, Mane, whatever. It's not like they're unknowns. It's like they're good no. players with potential to be outstanding players. And, and that's with, what they're going to have to do with Mane, with, with his replacement. But who that is... Firmino, just going back to your point, Firmino was from Hoftheim, wasn't he? He was German. He did well, didn't he? I'm not saying German players don't do well. I'm saying that they don't hit the ground running traditionally in the, in the Premier League. There's a guarantee signing no. from there, is there? Is the No, like we all thought, we team, normally, but we all thought we, Timo was going to be... Yeah, I know what you mean. Twinsteiger, Man United, um, he didn't hit the ground running, did he? So it's, it's how these things are going to work. So I don't know. The, the thing with Liverpool is usually you are very well prepared. Hmm. You know who you're going to get. And I said this in a group chat the other day that the price isn't usually the thing for Liverpool. The price is we know the guy we want and we'll pay the price that we need to get him within reason because you're not targeting someone that's going to cost you 150. I can't imagine you went into the Van Dyke deal saying we want to pay 80 million, but it was like, I'm not going to compromise and get Laporte. I want this guy. Mm. And so I would assume with the contract situation, there's someone out there that you've looked at. I'm assuming it's not Cavalio. So it remains to be seen whether that happens. I think there may be some smoke in the Dembele rumours, to be honest. But it's persisted long enough that you Did do think... Did he play think... Klopp or not? Or was he was he too cool? It's a very good question. I, I think it may have just been too cool. Feels like sure. it should What's be too late for Klopp. Oh, for Dortmund. Yeah, he, like he was there with the Bamiyang. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I can't remember. So I, I don't know. It would have been very close to them, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hmm. But I remember there being more talk about if it was just on ability, wouldn't hesitate with Dembele. But that I, injury record is a concern. Yeah, I wonder if because of the options you have, like, because if you're worried about injuries, you wouldn't have signed Thiago. Yeah, yeah. But there's less need for him to be... Has You've got to get this one right, really. Yeah, Whereas, it's not like a Van Dijk where he gets injured. You, we, we, yeah, we, Thiago, we've shown you as well. Yeah. Look, we knew that going in, so... Yeah, and we got him for what was that twenty five million or something, and we already had a, a midfield free that we knew worked. So if Thiago didn't work, wasn't going to be the end of the world. Now that season we had various injuries which didn't help anyway. Mm, but we didn't, we weren't signing this guy going right. We need him, or it's going to all go to shit. No. Whereas if you replace Mane, you basically do need to get it right. Every other competitor for the top four would be far more comfortable with you saying, "Look, we'll settle what we've got," than looking elsewhere. Everyone and I think that would tell you what what you need to know there. Um, if we talk about Salah then, so Salah confirmed ahead of the Champions League final that he would definitely be playing in a Liverpool shirt next season, as regardless to whether he signs a new deal this summer or not. Um, his agent has turned down multiple contract offers so far. TK, does the Mane news make keeping Salah easier or harder? 
Mike Pence, the seller in his agent's hands, mm. makes mm. us a bit more desperate. I thought that. I, thought there that is- I also was hugely, people took, I'm going to stay as a good thing. I was hugely concerned. But yeah. I want. I'm going to stay for the next twelve months. Oh I've, yeah, I'm going to ask you about that. Just, I, just I thought that was a huge, huge red flag. Is there a that part, just tells me I'm off on a free? I, I said, I apply a usual logic that if you've got into this time period without signing the contract, you're not going to sign the contract. Is what I, I think, apply to most people. I think Salah. I honestly believe Salah wants to. Salah wants to, and he's told his agent, "I want to. I want to sign." You and his agent's gone, okay, with. then, well, we we got to do it on our terms. At the end of the day, look, look I, I've said it countless times. What's stopping him if he wants to, then? The, his agent. So you think he's trying to make more money? Um, Is that I, the, I do want well, to... Well, I, I can't think... Salah says numerous times... He does deliver, seem like a pretty classic agent. The, the Liverpool fans agent, know I what I want. We, we don't. Can I jump? We just think it's money. We don't know what you want. I want to jump in for just a second. He looks like he's, he's got some uh, information on you. No. I've got to warn you. He's got like, is there breaking face. news? <laughs> if you got the ticker, is he, there breaking news he, now? He's got some dirt on you. I can tell him. Salah has face. just left. Go on. He, he seesawed this season and there's been moments where whether you've lost a game or whether some Salah news has come out and he's like, well, fuck him then. Nice. Well, fuck nice. him. He doesn't want to sign the deal. <laughs> he can go. No, why are we not being held to ransom by Mohamed Salah? Okay, Luke. There's no, no one's bigger than the club. There's no flair bigger. If it's agent, get out, get out. Nice. Now, I understand the sentiment. I think the agent is ultimately there to have the player's wishes. So if Salah does really want to sign, he's not a ten-year-old boy though. What? He's making his first move into professional football. So, he's a multi-millionaire. Saying, he's a world star. Why does he need his agent to wipe his bottom? So, what I'm telling you, I'm saying, if he wants to say that bad, his agent saying, no, don't sign that deal is not enough to say he's not going to sign the deal. Um, I think if I am Salah's agent, it's far smarter to wait and see Sadio Mane leave and then say, do you want to lose both of us? I've done a lot of Arsenal comparisons this window, but if you remember when we had... Ertz and Alexis and their contracts are both running out at the same time Alexis left and Ertzel's agent was like well you're not losing both of them are you imagine how that would look as a club you lose both these superstars in the same window we then gave him 350 grand a week Liverpool aren't going to do that but there has to be some added pressure and it plays into Salah's hands because he knows how important he is Liverpool know how important he is we don't know explicitly what those contract offers are for all we hear in the with the pundits of Liverpool's wage structure we can't constantly hear the Premier League's the richest league in the world we can't constantly see these TV rights monies and Liverpool say oh we've got this wage structure then we're not going to break it Mo Salah is the kind of player that you break your wage structure for now a lot of what you see with Liverpool's wage structure that we've read recently is for all the things of look Kalasanac earns more than Trent well he may do with his base wage but supposedly the Liverpool system is so stacked up on bonuses incentive based that look if you can get players to agree to that it's perfect but they aren't making pennies so Salah isn't going to be poorly paid and if it's just that you have to pay him a higher base wage fair enough if if you get 250 grand a week for Salah yeah that's not a bad deal what if we what do you mean what if we pay him 250 if grand if you pay a week? him 250 grand a week that's not a bad deal if you look at... Yeah, but he, I don't know what we've offered him. What, we've offered him a pay rise. He essentially says he wants to be among the highest paid players in the league. Yeah, but De Bruyne is on bloody 450, isn't he? He's, he's, he's on somewhere upwards of 350. Now, I don't think Salah is expecting that because I think the clubs he'd, 
Yeah, but it depends which reports, because reports say he's after 400 grand. Well, I would say read somewhere in the middle of the reports and say he wants a pay rise, but he probably isn't asking to be the highest paid player in the league because I don't think he wants Ronaldo money. I think you don't get this far into the contract negotiations if you aren't aware of what Liverpool can do. Do you think Salah thinks he's ever going to get 500 grand a week at Liverpool? I think he probably wants somewhere between... Also, Lacazette money, which isn't a great sign. He probably wants <laughs> somewhere between two and three hundred thousand, I would say. And Liverpool, for as much as you say you don't want to break the wage structure, tell those guys who are signing the checks to look at how much it's going to cost to replace Salah, and then it might make a lot more sense because that money, two hundred fifty grand a week, was one hundred fifty grand a week last year, and so on and so on. So, at some point, you have to say, we're not necessarily just breaking our wage structure because it, the pressure is then on the other players to say, well, I'm worth 250 grand a week. Liverpool aren't going to be like United. Mane would maybe have some justification to say, if Salah's on 300 grand, I want 250. And I think that's why he's not going to stay because you're not going to pay two, both guys the same. But Liverpool are well within their rights to say, look, we'll, we'll give you higher than anyone else. And anyone else that even looks at us say, look, Verge, maybe you've got an argument here. Nobody else even think about it. I think you get this one when done, to be honest, but I, that interview was the first sign for me where I was like, ooh. Mm. Yeah. How much do you think the Mbappe deal recently has kind of highlighted how strong player power is? Because, as I said, when all we hear about is how rich the Premier League is, I've got to think it's maybe a bit insulting for Salah to put up the numbers he does and then feel like there's penny pinching going on around him. Oh, it might be insulted with that wage. To be no, but, but yeah, you have to add some context. All, all relative, isn't it? I think you'd quickly lose sense of reality once you're earning that sense, that sort of money. But yeah, yeah. The, the player power for, for two reasons. You're seeing how much money you can get if you run your contract down. Any money they would have penned on the transfer fee, they'll give to you in wages. Eddie Nketiah has just ran his contract down and the hundred Who? grand a week, Eddie Nketiah, yeah. the hundred grand a week. Was that a dig? No, no. Huh? You, you seen who? Was that, who was that dig? <laughs> the, the hundred grand a week that's been reported is apparently bonuses included. So it's not, it's probably about 83 grand, something like that. Right. But he wouldn't have got that if he signed it a year ago. No, no, no. And so the reason we've had to pay that much is because West Ham were willing to pay that. Aston Villa were willing to pay that. Palace are willing to pay that. And so it, these wages are constantly being bumped up the further down you get. And, and in contrast, people are looking at people like Kane or that City situation and be like, well, he's tied to a contract here that he can't get out of. And the club can just go, well... You ain't leaving unless we get X amount of money. How many years has he got? Sorry to go still off. got. How many years has he got? Kane has two starting next season. Yeah, so um, at which point deal. no one's going to be obviously coming in for the huge Ooh. money for you. It's so, one of those. Uh, no, it'd be thirty-three, wouldn't he? In two years, two with years, like an injury record that isn't the most pleasant. It's one of those. Um, Arsene Wenger called it, and I mean it was already somewhat happening, but he said around the Ertzel and Alexis thing, this is going to be the norm moving forwards because. Yeah. There's too many agent fees to go around. There's too many... The, the agent fees, man, anyway. Why there clubs? should be a cap on that. The, the Haaland one is insane. And so what, break that down for us. They, they, they think that for all that there was a 70 million fee for Haaland, they reckon that when you include everything else, City are paying around 150. Just mad. And that's including that's about 70 across his agent and his dad. Is he... That's, it makes no sense. But if you want, I agree with you said about the player, why do you need an agent holding your hand, certainly mm. at a certain age, a certain level. But 
if you want that, you fucking pay for him then. What the hell is a club going to pay this money to an agent? What what benefit is well, there? It happens right no from sense. when your kids, doesn't it? When they'll pay dads money to get the kids I mean, to come aside just, for their club. It seems morally just feels weird about that so, anyway. I mean, it goes all the way up and it's almost applauded in basketball because you'd see a lot more where players would out of college and they would bring their mates in and they would say, well, you were good at maths. Why don't you be my accountant? And all these guys would earn money with them. What we see is these same grubby guys that yeah. work around the same number of players. It's different in that. that you can see it's a salary cap league. That mean of Viola, is, obviously, rest in peace, he's come to the fore. He's, he, he's, come to the, he's come to the fore in the last four or five years. Like, when I was growing up, agents... I never heard about agents. We, we shouldn't know not, their names in no, the same no, no. way we shouldn't and, know referees' names. And now I, I know I know loads of super agents and yeah, Pogba, yeah. Ibrahimovic... Yeah, intermediaries and things like that. Like yeah. United have hired an intermediary, believed to be um, Jorge Mendes, to go and get like the Nunes deal done. Yeah. And we had it previously where we would hire someone to come in and try and get uh, like a Lamar deal over the line and you would hire these guys who are literally just paid to be middlemen and they're, they're eating off the same plate as well. I, I just, from a player's point of view, I'd be viewing that as, they seem to be thinking they're maximising money. I'd be looking and saying, he's taking a big chunk of money that I could be getting here because let's say we've just discussed people's wages. It's not like you don't know the going rate for a certain level of player and you know where you fall roughly and what you can command. I don't think you need an agent in there going for you. So, do you think since the Mbappe deal has happened, do you think if you're Mo Salah, do you look at that as that's an extraordinary circumstance, that's Paris Saint-Germain, or do you look at that and say, I could be getting even more money than what I've been asking no, for? No, you've got you've got to look at it. If you're a sensible person, you've got to look at it and go, what do you see, no, that's PSG, that's PSG. That's, so yeah. Do you think that's how he sees it? Well, he can go to PSG. He can go but to wait. PSG and get that money. That's no problem. So, even with that, does he look at Liverpool and say, Liverpool aren't PSG, but you shouldn't be shortchanging me like you are? Yeah, but uh, why are we shortchanging I'm me? not. I'm saying from his perspective, clearly he isn't happy with the offers that he's got in front of yes, him. But, yes, Is but there a part looking... of him saying, well, I could be asking for even more. You should be thankful for what I'm asking for. Yeah, but before you just said that we could pay Salah this money and then go to the rest of the squad and go, maybe Virgil, but none of you deserve it. Well, if, oh, you, look at, yeah, if, you, yeah, but if you look at Salah and say, look, on quality, yeah. At the moment, he's probably there or thereabouts with Mbappe. He's one of the best in the league, Salah, uh, in the world, Salah. But if you look at Mbappe and what he is and what you're paying for, then Salah isn't worth that because Mbappe is is just a product. He's he's only 23 years old. He's a World Cup winner. He's only going to get better. So 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 if obviously you said said about contracts with Liverpool, surely. You should have that same thing with Salah and Mbappe. Well, I, I don't. I don't see the thing of telling certain players they're worth more to be an issue. I think if if you're at Arsenal and Thierry Henry's there, I don't think it's unreasonable to look at even, I don't know, Gilberto Silva, great player. I don't think it's unfair to say to him, when your contract renewal comes, don't even think about asking for that Henry money. I don't think it's fair. It would be unfair to say that to Perez, like, yeah, you're a very <laughs> Ashley good Cole did kick off because yeah. he wasn't getting that money. Ash, Ashley Cole, to be fair. The, the thing we had probably one of the better arguments. We, we, we offered him around 100 grand a week, which was very good money at the time. And then he went to sign it and we said, uh, we'll give you 85. And that was his main course of being insulted. With, with this, I don't think there should be any levels of delusion. And if there are, then there should perhaps be some issues. If, if Jota is kicking off and saying, well, hang on a minute, why is Mo getting that money and I'm not? There should be some level of... It doesn't really like, strike me... I'm not I'm using him as an example. Minute. No, that's what I mean. I, it doesn't mean I, I don't see anyone there that would. 
the issue is when you get to United and you have someone join and Scott McTominay will be on more money than half of that Liverpool squad. (laughs) And that's where the issue comes in because then when a genuine player of class joins, it's like, well, why the hell am I being paid the same amount as he is? Yeah. The way Liverpool have it, if you already have the structure, then breaking the structure shouldn't be an issue as long as you keep it in line. So when Alisson's next one comes up, maybe you say, okay, you're not worth the same as Salah, you're not worth the same as Van Dijk, but we can certainly see you're in this top tier. When it comes to Joe Gomez doing his, it can be, well, look, if Trent's being paid this, you're not going to be paid that. And you can, they should know really. And you're in a position where players want to be at Liverpool. So as, as long as the power is with you in terms of your performing or whatever you're trying to get players, you just in, can't let it get crazy. It's when it gets the other way, opposite way around, where United, for example, aren't winning things. And once you start it, it's hard they've got to these, get out of it. Yeah, these players with an ego who think I deserve this, and they can't. Pull it. They, they tried to instead of rebuilding, which is what they should have done after Fergie. If we're being honest, we've all been. They honest. tried to be fair, they, but they just well, don't no, know how no, to do no, it. But they didn't because they, they just kept bringing in old fogies, Ibrahimovic, Cavani, that Varane, uh, Falcao. They, they just kept buying marquee, old marquee players to try and keep it ticking over, and it, it, it doesn't work. So the wages. The, don't get me wrong; they're all good players. Ronaldo is the last example of that. Obviously, don't get me wrong. They're all all the ones I mentioned were great players in their point. Even so hands won the trophy. Won, even won he the, shouldn't be making five hundred you know. grand a week at United. So we we were in that position where, say, Kalasanac was making over a hundred grand a week. Lacazette is making two hundred grand a week, and there must have been some kind of conscious decision because Thomas Partey, in line with the other members of that squad, and we didn't know his injury record at this point, is worth more than the hundred and eighty grand a week that he got when you go by the level of comparison. Lacazette's on 200 grand. And we've paid enough players off now where we've been able to regain that structure. So Ben White's come in and he's on around the 100 grand a week mark, which is kind of the going rate now. Hmm. When we bring someone else in, it seems we kind of have it set now where no one's going to come in and we're going to pay them 350 grand a week like we did with Ertzil. Hmm. And so once you've got it in place, you can maintain it. With United until they pay off about nine players in that squad, they're not going to be able to have any kind of way that, like we've just said, where you can go, okay, he's worth that, so he can be worth that. But just Salah the should break is, that. We're basically saying everything's got to be within a structure now, though, but you're saying we should break it for this one guy. I, I think the structure... Is, that, at what point does it become the one guy becomes all second guy, or third guy, I think that what you've question. got is outdated if what we read is to be believed. I don't think there should be a thing where you're not prepared to go over say 200 grand a week for most But that goes hours. back to what we said about the sustainability of this, isn't it? I, I do think I think Liverpool want to keep within the confines of this and at what point does the direction this sport is heading in where prices are only going up? Well, every that, transfer, that, every wage fee I think is going up. Wages, at what point do nat- you... Yeah, naturally wages will go up. We all get Unless that. there's no a cap, one's, no one's which I'll never do, that. but has to at some point. No one's disputing organically the prices of wages will go up. And within 10 years, we, we will see, well, maybe not 10, but 15, 20, we will see a million pound a week. I well, believe that. I think we're, we, already are, we already have that now yeah. with Mbappe. He's on nearly closer to 2 million a week. Joking, yeah? Really? No. When, you you fact- account, when you take everything into account. Well, you fuck well, it now. I mean, yeah. if you, even if you just factor in, you've got a chunky signing on yeah. for you. He's on about 1.8 a week. That's disgusting, if I'm being honest yeah, with you. But the issue is that's, that's if disgusting. That's, if that's the ceiling, even if it just pulls up, oh, he was just a little I bit. I feel sick. People at clubs like Liverpool, if they're going to try and keep a structure in trouble. 
Well, I think there could be some level of control. Like previously, and Chelsea were prepared to do it at Rüdiger, where it was like, we're not going to allow any player to stay with us that is over 30 years old. And Rüdiger comes in and it's like, okay, well, he's pretty good for us. We're (laughs) going to have to offer you a deal and we're going to have to break what we already have there. Yeah. And as things move on, maybe there just does need to be some kind of exception. Like Salah, as long as you are prepared to then keep it, even if you're just lifting it 100 grand, and you said this is our new this is our new limit. One, uh, we don't know what he's being paid, but if as a collective of Liverpool fans, and I'm speaking for you, if Mo Salah's let to go for free, and he comes out and says, "I asked for 250 grand a week," as a collective, you're going to be offended that you didn't cough up and pay you're the money. You're going to be saying, "What the hell is the club doing?" Yeah, and I, so whoever you're going to get to replace him is going to want near that. So I think you're in a sti- fit, so, so I think you're in a sticky situation because if you want to be competing with Man City, you're going to have to sign some of these superstars and just having some basis for it is going to hold you in better stead than when you need someone. Like, if you can have him as the benchmark, you're not bringing anyone up better than Salah. So it can be, right, that's the benchmark. And maybe that doesn't change till the end of Salah's deal and he's probably not going to get another one at the club. And so you can go through a cycle there and have it done. Is it? He'll be looking, this is his last big deal as well, won't he? So you get it. The Or offer a, offer a bigger deal and a, a lesser number of years. And if you don't like it, then you can cut your losses, but... I players think want if, everything though, don't they? They want the I longevity if, and they want the money. A three-year deal, if you're paying him, I'm going to say, up to 300 grand a week, yep. then I think that's fair. I think anything more than that, you're right to reject it, but I don't think you should hide behind there being a structure because at some point, if you want to be the club you are, it's just the way football's going. Who would you rather have the money? The ownership or Salah? And it's a fairly simple one, I would imagine. Yeah, from a fan's point of view, for sure. It's just whether the club is, is going to keep him up. Yeah. By the way, crazy. Hey, Salah, that money isn't going to bankrupt Liverpool. No, so. it, exactly. The As much as we don't have the richest... Money <laughs> It is a crazy fucking market, isn't it? Like you said about like with... Uh, 1.8 million. Like with... Well, like with like... People go, oh, well, if Lacazette's owning this, I deserve that. But you've kind of got to acknowledge why well, he's being overpaid. Yeah. So yeah. if you went and bought a loaf of bread for like 20 quid... Yeah. I'm not gonna, well that's the price of bread now sorry that's you've all got to pay Tesco's fine if you're an agent then you kind of for all we said about them you're not doing your job right if you don't say well he's worth at least as much as him yeah look, it's the basically the, the players know there's a small market of elite players yeah. and so they're going to go well if he can push the envelope I'm going to push it as well the next question you've got to sign me. here is am I getting paid for this pod I hope I'm getting paid more than him you're being paid well in, you've been paid uh, more than me or Mac you got a Dr Pepper how much negotiations you I'll walk out mate I'll walk out but every time he comes in here so Salah's performances towards the end of the season dipped and his final performances have left a lot to be desired does that affect Liverpool's thinking regarding contracts has it hampered his bargaining power at all or is that off the table Maybe I let 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 you can let I'm a bit of a um well let's put let's not pull any punches I'm a bit of an idiot yeah so I <laughs> I I think about things and I get paranoid and I I think about different scenarios in my head when I should be concentrating on my normal daily tasks but so that pretty much fits in with the character <laughs> yeah, don't worry yeah, that's, oh, thank that's you, pretty mate. much ideal for this thank you mate Chris, thank you so so, so I so obviously let if you look over the season yeah he, he was 
the best in the world at the start. Best in the world. He had the best start. He's one of the best players in the world for figures, for everything. Yeah? It does appear to have been forgotten, by the way. That he <laughs> yeah, was legitimately yeah, 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 thought yeah. as the best player in the world. And I've been like, saying this on the podcast yeah. that he still won the golden boots. So for all you're saying <laughs> yeah. about these bad ends. Well, he's won the PFA Players of the Year. He won another award it's today. Just like the pundits. Of course, like, of course. So, <laughs> no. do, but do, do, do you think Liverpool, as, as a club, have perhaps... Uh, in January, they were thinking, well, you know, well, maybe we'll buckle to his demands. Yes, look, Do you think look, they, his, their, their minds have been changed or is Mo Salah still Mo Salah? I'm coming on to this. I'm coming on to this. I didn't just say I'm an idiot for no reason. And so I'm, coming on, I'm coming on to this. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, if I'm, uh, if I'm daydreaming, I'm thinking, well, everyone saw that AFCON, yeah? And I'm thinking, well, okay. And a couple of people threw a, bit, a few digs on the group chats. I'm thinking, well, you know what? You want to be paid all this big money? Well, prove it. You know, I don't mind so much because it's it's not my team, so I'm not. I don't care so much. Okay, he um, he doesn't take his country to World Cup again. Part of me, I don't care because it's not my team. But part of me is thinking, well, you want the big bucks, you fucking do it. It's you like, do it. It's like you're you know? reading my notes, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what I mean. You know, it's like sort in your glasses. It, I didn't mind so much because it's not my club, but I'm still thinking well... You want that? You you got to do it. You want that? You you know. And he you know we obviously wins the league cup. Uh, <clears throat> he didn't do much in that final. He, obviously in the build up. Look, if you if you win if you win for Mohamed Salah, we wouldn't be in the position we were, oh. we win now. Can I just say? But if we're looking specifics at those finals, he didn't do much. I know he got taken off in the, in the FA Cup. He doesn't have um, a goal or an assist in the <laughs> final of his career. Well, exactly. Champions League final, he had six shots on target, can't convert. So you're looking at that, that's the biggest stage, that's where you want to be, the biggest paid players on the biggest stage. Henri's record wasn't great either. So, so what, you know, I do, at times I have thought, well, (laughs) sorry son, you want the big bucks, do it, do it, do it. He has, he has done it over longevity, but it's so, it's since... His agents sort of coming out and go, putting winks on Twitter and doing interviews for 442 magazine. It all seems to have just blown up in his face. But this man deal now, I did think this morning his agent could be, wow, this is a light bulb moment. How can we get more money out of Liverpool Football Club? The club that put Salah at the very top of the world in exposure. He's a god in Egypt. The, the, the club that helped put him right to the top of the world. Let's see how we can exploit them for more money. That, that's that's all I'm thinking this morning. Imagine those Salah interviews were in Calvert-Lewin's wardrobe. No, I won't. I'd be ordering him <laughs> no thanks, out no. of town. Like, get out of here. I don't know what you think about me at night, but... Oh, look, sometimes, look, when we work... <laughs> Funny, tomorrow you're going to have a call off my agent. He's going to be saying, well, look, I've seen that you has got a Dr. Pepper, so I think my client can get, I don't know, a crate of beer or something. Maybe like if you wear Dominic Cavalloon's dresses. <laughs> well, look, when it comes to the summertime, I'm sure I'll be a breeze. I'm not sure I make it to Luke's front door wearing that. <laughs> not around this. Is, there's an estate opposite Luke's house, can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, there, are gangs, there are gangs. There are gangs. There are gangs coming out of there. At the minute, they are. <laughs> well, I'll read you. I mean, the note that I Why is it gathered outside? I'm weird. Uh, uh, yes, this is the Bowen's house. Why did they wear United shirts? Weird. Um, that's, I mean, the next point I had for you. In this last four months, he's lost the AFCON final, the World Cup qualifier, the Premier League and the Champions League. <laughs> Do you still think he's the best in the world? Because our first real interactions mm. were you 
getting quite worked up with me for saying he might not be the best player in the world. Has your opinion changed? It's got to have done. It's, it's simple. It has to. With form, it has to. You know, Ronaldo, you got no one saying Ronaldo's the best in the world. Is he above Messi on your list now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say he is. I would say he is because he's performing in the, premier, in the biggest league. Messi, Messi hasn't had a good season. And that's what I say to you. You've got to, you've got to move on with form, I suppose. Ronaldo has been one of the best players ever lived in the world. He's got as many cups as Salah this season, <laughs> including a league. Who's that? That's oh, Messi! I thought you were talking yeah. about Ronaldo. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> don't worry about him. He's got, he's got, he's got some goals, so that's all he's worried about. Um, gut instinct, then Salah stay or go? Actually, I'll change. Does Salah sign a contract before the start of next season? Yeah, I believe so. No, I don't think he does. So, you, do you think he goes on a free, or you think he's just going to? No, he's he will have you over a barrel now. Yeah, he's 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 saying he's staying next season. He knows what he's doing as agent. This whole he said, oh, "I'm staying next season." So basically, again, putting it to a barrel. At the end of the day, even if he does goes, we get one more good season out of him. He's not going to sulk. He's going to want to prove that he. I reckon he's got a sulk in him. No, he's going to want to prove that we've made a mistake. That's what he do. If if this ghost hits up for him and Liverpool say, "Okay, then," well, we won't do it. Then we won't do it. Have a good. See you in a bit. You're 31 years old or 32 at the end of next season. We're going to use you to try and win that league next season and then you can go, we'll replace you. Salah's not going to want to divvle about. He's going to want to prove that Liverpool made a mistake in not paying him that money. Do you think Salah's got a sulk in him? The only way I'd see a sulk is if there is something concrete from a club. So if Real Madrid came in from a concrete offer and he said, I want it to happen. But if that happened, I think we'd get rid but as yeah. it is, I don't think we have. Do you think his performance in the finals put Madrid off? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but, uh, again, do you reckon? Do you reckon uh, I was yeah, just, but you can say do you reckon Benzema's Benzema's performance in in, in was, put other teams off? I was, no, I was just winding you up. I, I, I don't. It's not very really funny, mate. It's <laughs> not very <laughs> funny. It's forming the second half of the year. I'm not happy. Be, I do think if if I'm Real Madrid, I don't think Salah's at the top of your targets when you look at their kind of age they're trying to bring through. When you look at Camavinga, Chouameni. I think maybe you look at Salah closest to the end of the window if if he if his agent maybe said you know you've got a chance here. The issue for them is they were so married to the Mbappe thing. It's they're a club that needs a big signing to fulfil. Salah not match that. That's that's what I mean. Oh, okay. So where you'd say Salah doesn't fit the profile instead of trying to get a younger player that will kind of get shelved because oh look we need a name and we got to have something. we can't be seen to be humiliated like this with Mbappe and he would fit the bill. Better than, say, Lewandowski, for example, by yeah, comparison. Yeah, 80 million for Chiumeni means they probably have about 400 left over. Well, Lewandowski's <laughs> uh, talking about Barcelona this morning. Yeah, that one looks like he's pretty much entertaining. He's going to be Barca. Maybe you go in for Lewandowski. Maybe Mane get, goes. Clock gets a band back together. He could, be our, Van, he say, could be our Van Persie signing. That one season, United, is, and no, win the league. I, I, stranger things have happened, but everything around Liverpool tells me you're not signing a 30-plus-year-old no, guy. Is this getting like, Nabry off the table? It's not. If although, you consider Mane will go that way. Yeah, there's he, a newspaper report about Nab- he's just, Nabry. He's just rejected leaving. around 370 grand a week. Yeah, that, that's problematic. Which tells me he can probably get that elsewhere. Madrid are apparently interested in him as well, though I don't think he fits the same bill that Salah does. No. In fact, the noises out of Madrid are like, and like, 
look, we've already got players that can do what Nabry can, a guy who consistently gets about 20 goals a season, but... It takes something impressive to impress Madrid fans, to be fair. Yeah. Good Salah, player. Uh, a like, good play on words by TK. Hazard, Hazard says he's having a big year Didn't next year. Didn't realise what I was doing. <laughs> so I was just... Um, last couple of things. So, is there an argument that if Kiev was the start of an era for Liverpool, that Paris was the end of one? I think it's Kiev now, Luke. Okay. Don't want to offend the... After yeah. losing to Madrid, Liverpool no. won... Champions League in 1819, the Super Cup in 1920, along with the Premier League and the Club World Cup, then the FA and Carabao this year. My answer is no. My answer is no for that. You don't think the age and the turnaround? So no, but no, but the fact that you've said start of an era, I don't. I don't you think... don't think that kicked off the Klopp time, the Klopp era? Uh, no, I don't because it was certainly viewed differently because it was when you started to become. That club. Yeah, but we look, look. People would laugh, but we, we, club got to a league cup final and lost it. Granted, got to UEFA Cup final. Granted, we were playing some rock and roll football. But you, I think that era had already kicked off. You weren't being taken seriously for losing the Europa League final. The comp, the the narrative next yeah, season but it, was getting yeah, but the top it depends four. what who you're talking about. You're talking about media, other fans. I don't, I don't care about that. I'm saying from what I've seen that, that it was a new brand of football. The era started a couple of years into Klopp's reign. We got to the League Cup final, got beat by City on penalties, went to Seville after beating Dortmund, after beating all these teams in, in the UEFA Cup. We weren't dining at the top table though, were we? Perhaps not, no. So but we weren't last season. Last season we scraped fourth. But you'd, so you'd already started it. Sandwich then. between, isn't it though? And a fair bit yeah, of context. At the end of the day, he's asking for my opinion uh, and I've given my opinion. <laughs> so please don't bite my head off. I, I, I think... Well, I that, there was definitely something clicked when you won that Champions League. Well, I mean, put it pretty simply, that January we signed Van Dijk. Well, I've got the and turnaround. And suddenly your team becomes a lot different Since, from what has been an attacking monster to we can defend a bit now as well. Mm. Since winning the Champions League in eighteen nineteen, you bought Alisson, Fabinho, Jota, Thiago, Diaz, Canate and Keita. Alisson and I, was there for the Champions League, wasn't he, when he won it? He wasn't for the one we lost, was he? No, Christ, no, that's no, no. Since was. you lost oh, in Kiev. Since, oh, yeah. sorry, since yeah. we lost so I'm in saying, Kiev. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying since you lost, that's <laughs> yeah, when yeah, something yeah. kind of... That's fine. And out the door in that time, Karius, Solanke, Ings, Mignolet, Sturridge, Lovren... You made Lovren, a lot of money on those. Lalana, Shakiri, and Wijnaldum. <laughs> like, the turnaround in that time, that was really like, as I said, a kind of new era of... That was... That was Klopp's team. And now is that coming to the end of when a new rotation no, of players needs to come through? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think a lot of people... Because... <sighs> so I think the age is something like your midfield. Fabinho is, what, the youngest player yes, in that you, midfield? Yes, but you see that. Look at... Look, and, and don't, I don't want people calling... Well, they would that, say it's coming to an end of an era. Pod and emailing the pod saying, I'm, I'm comparing players. But look at Paul Scholes, Ryan Giggs. They played on to the nearly 40s. Uh, um, but then I'm when they saying, when they finished, they would have said that was the end of an era at United. And I'm yes, saying, yes, yes. But we're still long from that. Salah could go for another five years, although he might be leaving. Fabinho <sighs> another five years. You know these players are twenty nine, thirty. Fabinho is the on. only irreplaceable member of that Liverpool midfield. I think you could upgrade the other two, and I really like Henderson. In fact, I think that should be the number one position you go in and try and improve in the summer. What in midfield? Yeah, you see some power. It's just some power in there alongside. Fabinho um, probably what Kate was supposed to have been brought in for yeah him. let's talk about the expectations for this summer um, in terms of outgoings is it time for Ox to say goodbye now 
I've assumed he's on his way. Because there's a lot a lack of, of involvement. Consider the number of yeah, games we had. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but, yeah. We've yeah. rotated pretty much everyone other well, than no, him. So a lot of people say, oh, well, there's five subs next season, so these players are going to be kept. Just because there's five subs doesn't mean five subs are going to be used. We saw what happened when we had five of them. Because there's five subs doesn't mean Fabinho is going to come off any more than he would come off now. Like also, players, shouldn't really shouldn't really encourage a player either, should it? It's like, well, you can be the fifth sub every exactly. week. Oh, great. It's got to be. It's got to be time to go now. Like some of those promo photos, he's like, "Do you really need me here?" Like he's in a lot of adverts, isn't he? Yeah, like I mean, I, like, oh yeah, go and do an advert. Go if, and do an if advert. I had to, you look photogenic. Get you in there. If next week we did a podcast and it was list the nicest blokes in the Premier League, I'm telling you, Ox would be ahead of Sun. I don't. Sun wouldn't be on my list for a no, start. No, Sun breaks legs. We discussed this. <laughs> he breaks you. legs. He ducks and dives to avoid military service, and he breaks <laughs> legs. Ox, Ox seems like a genuinely lovely bloke. Yeah, yeah. but. Clearly not a fantastic footballer at this stage, not at the Liverpool standard. Well, no, of course, no, no, no. Does he look at someone and first example that came into my head? Villa. He, I, was, yeah, sorry, well, I was thinking of I was thinking of Lallana. Like I know he was released. I bet he's having a lot more fun now playing regularly for Brighton than you are being a bit part player whether you're in and out of the team. And he was in the team more than Ox was. It's the flip side, though, isn't it? It's all know, the the flip side is what we said with what we said with Sturridge when he had that loan spell, and he said, "Well, I'd rather just be sitting on Liverpool's bench than doing this." It depends so, how depends how you move goes. Doesn't Lallana, it? look, Lallana was sat on the bench. Lallana no. was in a starter. We all know that, but that, that total winning season, he had a part to play. I'm saying nothing about him he, as a player. He was I'm, obviously more money, so. I'm Why saying, wouldn't he enjoy winning things so over playing look, Bo- playing regularly at Brighton who are not winning things at the bottom of the table towards the bottom of the table getting paid less probably well I because mean, he's had the season getting he's in the squad it. at this point is the you, concern Lalana, if he's fit he's playing for Brighton and as a footballer ultimately you want to be playing games you can't imagine Gareth Bale Gareth Bale he's had it in a while ago he's had the time Ox is what 26 Ox is 26. What, do you reckon he's... A couple of years older. I okay, don't believe 26 years old. I mean, yeah, have he's stuff, he, he, either he's way... He's not come prepared to, is he? I've got to think... If he's 26, keep him for a few I've more got years. To, I've got he's, to think, gonna poten- he's got the potential. I've got to think he, he's not happy not even being on the bench. When you look at the guys... Yeah, 28. Like, okay. He, he doesn't want to be sat behind Curtis Jones. Like, he... He doesn't want to be sat behind no, his players because no. the ego of a footballer, he thinks he's better than those yes, guys. Yes, but look at... A, a, a prime example, and you say an eagle of a footballer, another Englishman who's very happy to sit behind all these players, James Milner. He's not. He's not sitting behind... He's not sitting he's behind six. <laughs> but he is. He's on his last leg. If you look at the games over the season, you, he won't have played He's probably played more. more minutes this season than Ox has in the last two. Yeah, but that's over Ox. So I'm talking about well, other players ahead of him. My point is about Ox. Uh, about yeah, Ox. I know, but you're saying about the players above Ox. I'm talking about the players above so, Milner. So I'm saying with Ox, do you not think he's not happy at the moment? You can't be happy as a 28-year-old not even getting in the matchday squad. That's embarrassing. Listen to any player talk about not even being in the matchday squad. That is because you're not even getting the opportunity to prove a point then. Because Ox could Ox be the best player in training Monday to Friday. I've got to think, if you weren't in the matchday squad the week before... There's only so much you can do to force your way in. And if he's on the bench, then what? He sits on the bench. He's not getting on. There's that many players ahead of him. I've got he's to watching think. Naby Keita shank one, for God's sake. 
Because he's a good enough player. He's not a bad player. I, I don't think we've even seen enough evidence that he's not got it anymore because we don't see him enough. Well, this we don't. He's probably a decent enough Premier League midfielder. How many point. teams in the league does he start for? Over ten. Around that, yeah, I'd say. Yeah. So this, this is what I mean. For all of the good times he's had at Liverpool, and he's he's been on the pitch to win a Champions League with Liverpool. I've got to think. I think he does a good job for someone. This is what there's more out there for him. The injury record is a concern, but the less you play, the the less attuned your body is when you do come in. I, I think, think with a run of games, he could do well for someone as well. You would need a run. And Liverpool aren't taking a loan for him at this stage. You. You, if they were going to, they would have done this year. Yeah, surely. so that's what that's what I mean. There's got to be some team out there willing to pick him up, and I think with him, he he just wants to be playing football. Like I can't see the bench wow, thing. Milner rough. Milner at this stage should be happy with the minutes that he's getting. I would fully understand why he would yeah, say. Do you think I'm not Milner even at 36? Do you think Milner gets a regular start at the bottom ten? He plays week in week out for a bottom ten team. I think, yeah, I think he does. And just the fact that he is 36, he probably would rather be on the bench at Liverpool than playing week in, week out for Leeds. Ox is in a completely different stage of his career. He probably feels like he's not peaked yet. Got bad news for him if he goes for that way. Mm. It's one of them, isn't it? It's one of them. It's up to him. What What about Cater? What about him? Should he still be in the Liverpool squad next season? Yeah, I think he should be in the squad. Look, he's the look. biggest flop of Jurgen 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 flop Jurgen Klopp's time at Liverpool. When you weigh up the money spent and the return on investment, look. Obviously, when more money spent, that's why Harry Maguire gets so much. Well, it's why Nicolas Pepe does. But there yeah, is a yeah, certain yeah, level yeah. of pressure on you to deliver. <laughs> that's, when that's why that's look, like I say, he has played very well. The FA Cup semi-final, for one, as I remember, he played very well with Fabinho and Thiago. Look, do you ever feel like you can trust him? Did you feel good when he came on on Saturday? I, I didn't... It wasn't a case of trusting him. It was a case of I didn't think he was the right sub to bring on. There shouldn't be a debate as to whether him or a 36-year-old are better to play in midfield in the Champions League final. That shouldn't, that shouldn't be happening. He's not the guy for Liverpool he's never going to be the guy for Liverpool he's taking up a space for someone like Curtis Jones who'd be getting those minutes or Ox Harvey or, Elliott you'd rather see Ox yeah, and you haven't reached his potential yet there's <laughs> the, the Naby Keita thing you've done it I don't know what you're sticking around for unless it's just you think we aren't going to get the let, money back that we want Naby Keita let me tell you something now Naby Keita you are laying into him because he, he would not he start watching. in our midfield and Al Nenny has just started listen, 10 games. Listen, listen. Yeah. This guy is a guy who plays regular Champions League football. Not very well. Well, he plays Champions League football. Yeah. For, yeah. for him, I can understand why you want to be there. For Liverpool, why the hell do you no, want to be No, but listen, there? listen, that's what I'm getting to you. That's what I'm getting Hit to you. Please let me speak. <laughs> You're jumping <laughs> on me. You're bringing up Arsenal players as well, I, you. I just don't like this player. I can't, and I can't well, see the positive. He's £50 million. Pounds, so that's what people are looking at. That's why people call him flop. But at the end of the day, he's not bad. He's not the worst. Are he's we supposed he, to ignore the price tag? Yeah, it does seem pretty significant. Well, I don't... When you think of Maguire, yes. you just said you talk about the £80 million. Andy, Ka- yeah, but that's what I'm, I'm comparing. Yeah, would Andy Carroll have been called a flop if he was two million? No, but he wasn't. Well, yeah, if, but that's if, not if, their fault, though, is it? You can't be having to go. With- You're saying I'm sick of him. You're saying you, you don't like him. I'm saying if you paid five million for him, fair enough, you didn't. So it's time to move on because at this point you're playing him clearly because 
you think there's something there. There isn't. You've seen enough of him in every well, circumstance. Yeah, that's, for, it's, that's your opinion. Yeah, the uh, game that's is Atletico Madrid in the Champions League this year. Where I thought, mm. okay, like you've got a player here. But I shouldn't only be able to name one game. Yeah, but then again, that was Thiago last season. Thiago had one or two games. Now, all of a sudden... I think look, Thiago showed uh, us yes, a bit more. Yes, yes, yes. I get that. And he had but I'm just comparing... Any, I'm after, not comparing the player. Discussion. I'm not comparing the player. I'm just comparing the scenario. Okay? Uh, and, and look, Keita has shown... Okay, not consistently enough. I get that. That sound. But he has shown there's a player the consistently. Eh? I don't think you could even include the word consistently. It's not consistently enough. It's just never been consistent. If you're lucky, I spurred Thiago on thing. when we did last when we lasted our podcast on March the 9th. Thiago found his best form for Liverpool. Maybe Cater's going to do the same. I've I've given him the impetus to do it. Well, if anyone can manage him to do that, it's Jurgen Klopp. If if someone offered 15 million for Cater this summer, would you take it? No, I wouldn't. No, probably not worth it at that point. It's no because, because what he's. I think he's got a year left. We're not a club that needs to look out. for money. We're not that club. We don't need to look for money. Oh, why? 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 This squad, like like TK mentioned earlier, we got this squad now. Why are we selling players for money? Oh, 15, I'll take that. Why are we bargain basement? Oh, yeah, yeah, get rid of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a bargain basement player. Oh, he's mate, bloody awful. Mate, okay. All right, then. Well, that's your opinion. He's not awful. He's how not many, awful. He's not many, awful. He's just not How many teams in the top 10 does he start for? for this? Cater. Does he start for Newcastle? Yes. No, he doesn't. Okay, then that's fine. That's your opinion. And I appreciate that. My opinion is he does. So don't tell There's me no. Offer, offer Klopp, Bruno or Joe Linton. Oh, uh, stop offering my manager things. Just <laughs> chill out. Although, if you are offering them, please, if you can arrange that. Just, no, Both Joe very Linton. handy players. Handy. How much, Joe Linton? How many Premier League goals did Joe Linton He's score? He's a good midfielder, strangely. Uh, hey, if you want to go about price, how much was Joe Linton? Was he 37 million, 40 million? Come on, yeah, man. Mil, he? he's, he's, shown, he's shown more for his price tag than Cater has. Yeah, but he's a striker. That's his job to score goals. Well, clearly he's not a striker now. He's a midfielder. Who? Joe Linton. Why? Because he's playing him in That's not my problem. Next. Yeah, if we stick Cater at centre half, maybe that'll work out. We just yeah, Trent, the, in the mid- Trent in midfield. Yeah. You know, yeah, let's start. That's been spoken about. Yeah. The, the problem for Cater is he's a, he's a luxury, really. And he's not doing anywhere near enough in terms of quality to justify being a luxury you player. Is there a room for a luxury player in Klopp's system? No, there isn't anyway. But if there is, you have to hit the heights. I think that's why Thiago struggled. Because he, that's the definition of Thiago throughout his career with Bayern, Barca, is a luxury player. And I think that's why he struggled in his first season and picked up injuries. You, he wasn't used to that pace. He wasn't used to Klopp's system. Cater's had longer. And also, if you yeah, look that's at, fine, but I'm talking about Thiago. If you look at by comparison as well, the the, the difference in attitude and application and work rate between Thiago and Cater is stark. If you look at Thiago, puts himself about, he gets stuck in. His work is higher. He runs more. He wins aerial battles. Cater looks like he just doesn't fancy it at all. Which I can forgive a lot of it. I think if you watch a lot of time, he's if you're playing a football like a lower level, he'd be the classic case of we'll sprint forward. When it comes to running back, you'd be like, where the fuck is he? That's all special. Well, look. We've got a condensed version of United's problem with, with it. He's obviously well, been he's a cog. He's obviously this. been a cog in our machine over the last but he, two, three not, years. He's not trusted enough, is he? He's brought on because there's no one better to bring on. Is that? Would you acknowledge that's an issue? What, for our midfield? Yeah. So I'm saying... Potentially, potentially. But then again... But, Look, because Jurgen Klopp's looked at him and because he's 
who he is. He's looked at him and thought, well, I've looked at my, my bench and there's Harvey Elliott there. But if he brings Harvey Elliott on, Harvey Elliott might have the game of his life. I don't feel like Klopp felt good bringing him on on Saturday. Well, I mean, the fact, the fact that Thiago doesn't feel good in the warm-up and you're prepared to fling him out there. Yeah, Thiago was a late fitness chest anyway. Maybe Thiago wasn't fit. Um, and you still, you still trusted more than Naby Keita. I didn't think we were well, going to yeah, spend this long on Keita. I didn't think because, any Liverpool yeah, fan would defend him. Thiago is a different league to Naby Keita. So, of course, of course. It, it's it, like when Tottenham risked Harry Kane in the Champions League final against us. It's because they got no one better than Harry Kane. Harry Kane's Tottenham, he's their best player. This, this, this defensive Keita is what he was like with Salah when I first started speaking to him, this level of defence. In but, fairness, but, yeah, but Salah has a fair bit to justify no, a defence. When, when we listen to this pod back, and our many, many friends from many, back. many clubs listen to this pod back, they will say, Danny's not defending him as much as you're saying. I'm just trying to reason yeah. with you. Um, this and is, you're, I'm not, I'm not putting my life on the line for him. No, I'm not crying. No, what we've got here is a little bit like, uh, if someone dares say something about Saka, you're suddenly just on it. you think of Whereas, it. so he's had to come out and defend uh, his but, boy. Yeah, but, yeah, but I'm not... Look, if look, I can call a player, if a player's crap... Let's not those two in the same sentence. <laughs> look, if a player's crap, I can call a player crap, whether he plays for Liverpool or not. But what I'm saying is, I don't think he's... He, he's obviously not at the level of the majority of Liverpool players. Of course. So I'm saying, and that's the downfall I'm of saying, playing for a team as good as Liverpool I'm saying are. let him go and upgrade. <laughs> well, why not? I'm not saying I'm not saying no. <laughs> Look, I, say, I mentioned is. at the top of the show that this was some like a therapy couch. I'm telling you, you've got to let him go. <laughs> You're making <laughs> me worse. Let him be free. I, I shouldn't have come here. My, I think my, my blood I think pressure. My first idea is you've you got to acknowledge your problems. Is, he's <laughs> not acknowledging the problem. My blood pressure is through the roof. <laughs> well, Yovi will move on because we don't have too much more to get into. Um, where were we? Mill on a new deal. <laughs> Speaking What's of that? <laughs> but for, I can't be doing do deals and contracts anymore tonight. <laughs> what, so he's, what's he being offered? A year? Yeah. Yeah, but do you give Mill on an extra year? Yeah, why not? For what he's done with the club. But you don't give Salah. <laughs> I think Salah a new deal. <laughs> do you think Mill should get a new deal? Yeah. It's yeah. certainly worse he can do. I mean, he could have another Navigator new deal. Oh, stop <laughs> he, it. He's <laughs> clearly a, a good influence to have around, and I don't like saying that because. No. Model pro and Milner yeah. will be there well, after. We should give him a job after when he stops playing. He should be for the young staff like FM when yeah, you offer non-playing role after. He should be. He should be. We should keep, use him. He's a great role model for the for, kids at the club coming through. For all we've <laughs> just said there, if we assume that Salah's going to be here next season, if we assume Mane's going to be there next season, uh, Mane's not going to be there next season. Sorry. Um, do you think the midfield is the? number one priority of where it needs to be upgraded. Yeah, if that's what, if we're looking for, you're going to make a signing. Yeah. I think that probably has I to be. I think if you're going to make a significant signing, yeah. is it in the middle of the park? Yeah, we'll always be looking at, you know, cover for Trent, for example, we're looking at that Ramsey supposedly, various other spots. If you're looking to, look, this is how you're going to improve. I don't think we necessarily will this summer, but if we, next time we go on a big transfer, I said before, I think Bellingham would be one we'd be looking at. It looked like it might have been a, uh, Germany, but obviously he's well, they, to Real. They, I think we've identified that we're going to get big at some point. Hendo's yeah. what thirty-two, well, so his role the fact is that you're vulnerable. waiting for the answer from Germany tells me you're at least willing to match the eighty million they're asking for. This is it. I think for the right player, we'll go big. Where we have the, to. the the talk around Bellingham is that there's some kind of agreement with Madrid where they basically are saying, look, 
wait a year because they thought Mbappe was going to be... Could they just stop? And then Could they're they going to have too many Camavinga... Leave some for Bellingham, the rest of us, please. And that would be like a freakish That's midfield. disgusting. Do you... If I, I feel t- sick. If I, <laughs> yeah. if I told you that one of the three had to be upgraded, Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago, which one of the three would you say need to be upgraded? Oh, yeah. Wow, this is a hard one because we all love him and we love he's lifted trophies. But, for, yeah, if you're looking at the three, I would say, look, look, Henderson's a class player. He's a great captain, one of the best. Look, some people have even said, not playing-wise, I'm not saying that, Luke, before you jump on me. I'm a big, but, I'm but a big a Henderson captain, fan as you'll find outside as of Liverpool fans. a captain, fans. a lot of people are saying Henderson is as good as Gerrard as a captain, not as a player. Uh, but if you're looking at those three players, you would say Thiago and Henderson, uh, Thiago and Fabinho were better football players. Is, is there an argument that Thiago's availability goes against him and so maybe he's a more pressing need to be upgraded or is it that you need someone to push you more further forwards because Thiago is his availability has been good this year as well he's got a good number of games which but I know you probably have to bank you can't bank on that we need a good player yeah I I would say you don't buy backups though do you and I made this point last week you buy and it's something that other clubs should take a the example of you buy someone to compete with the guy you already have and yeah, then you yeah, leave it between I mean, them yeah. well, but I, mean, I, don't, like, I don't mean buy a backup so buy someone other clubs do is what I mean so. oh okay I don't mean buy someone specifically like cheap specifically to if they need to come in I mean buy a statement sign in so there's rotation there so there, there can be rotation there that's what I mean Part of the issue, I guess, is the actual level of quality out there, and that's why you can charge so much for to too many. Because, in ter- certainly in the num- like a number six position, you're talking him and Declan Rice is the number t- as the top guys. You've got like Sangare at PSV, who is kind of the lower level, and so so a lot of these guys are going to cost. But if you can spot the right guy, Bellingham, I do think he's going to be too much for you to probably, go probably in for. Will. But there's a level below that that you can look at, and it's like a yeah. Well, there's there's a, there's been an argument with him that his future does lie in being kind of a number eight when you look at the way that he dribbles and can beat a man. I think he's suited to being a winger at the moment. But even just the French league, you get so many of these like powerful guys that can come in and adapt faster, like Bruno has. This is uh, with. A lot of teams are going to look and say, "Why didn't we just spend the thirty million on Bruno in?" Yeah, January? I think so. Well, Hazard as well. He's he, he when he came from Lille. Yeah, he, he hit the ground running. There's enough guys, especially in the the midfield in France. Little thing under Klopp has been that the the midfield work great athleticism. And if you look at it just slightly, you have slightly less of that with Thiago, and then Hendo is getting older, so you probably do need something more like that, more legs in midfield, more power in midfield than potentially if you accept it's going to be on the way out. You need someone coming in and competing with them, probably. Is there any world in which you go in for Declan Rice? No. Or are you not, buying, not or are in you the buying... world of David Moyes, where he's worth hundred and whatever, hundred fifty million. No, not going to do that. No, are we? Once he's you not... get in the Rice price range, are you going for Bellingham at that point? Yeah, if you were going to do that, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and they take less money from Dortmund. Yeah, that's well, it. When yeah, that's it. when you look at the way he's been banded around, and we get the suggestion that he cannot have a move this summer, right? So, no, I'm going to say Calvin Phillips. Is there any way in which he ends up at Liverpool this year? He's been linked with City. He's been linked with United. He's been linked with Newcastle. The downside with him is that, again they're going to be able to still charge a premium leads, and he's 
28, is it? I'm not sure the premium for him is going to be quite the same as what people think it is, mainly if, because Liverpool, if, uh, not Liverpool, Leeds are in a bit of a... If you drop, have to drop 70 million on Calvin Phillips, though, at that point, you're better off going big on one of the other players, aren't you? Luke, and I, I say this is someone who's a big Calvin Phillips. Uh, I'm sorry, can you stop texting Luke? We're trying to do um, a professional podcast. He's 26, Calvin We're trying to do a professional okay, podcast. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm years texting girls. I was checking. There's no You're chance texting for that. girls. I was checking Calvin <laughs> Phillips' his age. Yes, that's, I'm sick if, of this guy. If anyone, anyone does want to text me and hears this uh, on the pod, maybe. We'll do it. <laughs> no, man, that's shameless. <laughs> Look, so, you get a point. You get to a point sometimes where the shame doesn't come into it anymore, Yovi. We're not all married away like you. Well, I reached out about seven years ago. <laughs> I mean, impressive to be fair. If there is some lady out there, going, you know what, this guy on the podcast. Well, then, <laughs> not only that, she's been listening long enough. For, I plucked up the courage. I actually said it now. I can't if, give him a call. I agree with him. If there are Kater. any girls who would want to email the pod, Luke is single and ready to mingle. Enjoy, feel the same way as me about Nabi Cater. Long time listener, first right, time caller. Just have I'm to off. say, disgusted at your take on Cater. Um, it's been Cal- good. Calvin Phillips, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, it seems like his name's in the mix of around these kind of clubs and from what we see with his injury record, it isn't so much a recurring injury as it was one injury and he took the time to come back. So, I don't know. I kind of see someone like uh, Awa ending up at Liverpool and I've seen no links there, but just the kind of money you're paying for him is around Who's 12 million. Uh, Awa, yeah. he's at Lille. He's been linked, he was linked with Arsenal like all of last year. He's got a year left on his deal now. Um, he's the one who do you remember when Leon knocked City out of the Champions League semi he was a young kid there and he kind of stole the show did he play for Leon? yeah but he didn't he didn't get the move basically his brother was his agent at the time and he's now sacked him his <laughs> brother was asking for around 12 million compensation and the club's probably had more chance yeah, well, that's changed now isn't it? he would get it now now he's, he's now sacked his brother because he said he didn't get the move he wanted and so Harry Kane should have done the same yeah I don't know. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's some bargains. Which is unfortunate there. seeing as he's his only yeah. client. And I, I think you could go out there and get the issue for done. the issue for Liverpool is their need for it isn't that pressing that they're gonna spend huge amounts of money on it unless it's the right player. Yeah. So Calvin Phillips probably wouldn't be that guy. Whereas by contrast, United desperately need someone. Man so City, go Man City have gone all City out on a whim now for that Champions League. That's what mm. they've done. This Haaland, it's the Champions League. It always has been that's what they've done for Liverpool. Look, we do all have a signing. I think possibly there will be a signing, but that urgency is not there. When we lost the Champions League, no, when we won the league, sorry, we won the Premier League, we, we didn't go out and some people slag us off for that, but we, we still kept the same team and we still competed. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've got two more questions for you just before we uh, call it a night. Early expectations for next season. Quad. No, uh, know, we um, de- anything we, less is a disappointment, as we've discussed this. It year. purely depends on. You're almost you know. debating as to whether the cup double felt like a good season this year, and so next year, if I offered you, if I said now, all you're going to get is the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup, would you take it or would you expect more? Oh God, I hate these questions, Luke. You've written these questions out, haven't well, you? Evan, that one was yeah, off the I know what you're doing. Uh, well, I don't know. You just have to see. These questions are. It's, the it's a Monday evening. <laughs> it's less, it's evening. less therapy and more for his it, enjoyment. It's I a feel. Monday night, so. and uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll answer it after TK. Uh, 
Yeah, that is the that is the tricky thing with coming second by a point and getting to a Champions League final, isn't it? If I say I accept that, we haven't moved forward, have we? Yeah, another another he's leading us open to other fans targeting and attacking us, <laughs> saying we're a small club. You if, don't know, you don't know any City fans, so I don't think there's any other fan that you know that can laugh at the position Liverpool. I know in. one City fan, and he's on that WhatsApp. All right, well, I think. I don't know. Oh no, I know two City fans. Oh, That's well, all I know. I, I don't think any fan really is in a position to be laughing at Liverpool too much. This Unless season. we have. Well, you wouldn't know that if you looked at the WhatsApp. You wouldn't. But I'm just. Yeah, you wouldn't know yeah. if you looked online, would you, Christ? If I think realistically, you have to in this era we're in now, you have to aim to win the league with an acceptance that look, if City just do something mad, you've got to hold your hands up. So Klopp needs to concede the league just earlier this season, and then you'll go on a run even earlier than you did this time Yeah, around. yeah, yeah. Just in August, but well, we obviously got no chance now, have we? Yeah, but that's Harlem may have some teething problems, so maybe you can, if you can get going early... I mean, that does feel like the ultimate reach. Like some of the articles and stuff I've read on, you did why say it might not work, is like, I can see what you mean, but it looks like we're really trying to make it not work. Early on in this pod, you did say... Bundesliga players. Famously, Bundesliga players don't hit the ground yeah. running. I mean, he may be an exception, but I, I mean, think... If you're hoping for something, that's something you're hopeful because it feels like very much when it clicks, it clicks. You want there to be a bit of uncomfortableness where it's like, ooh, is this not working? And you're being paid for like fifty grand a week. Yeah, maybe it gets like that. I don't think Harlan's going to become a laughing stock so quick, but one Jeff Shreve's interview, maybe he is going to get a bit... Uh, the acid test would have been putting Harlan in that number nine shirt for Chelsea. And we'll see how cursed that shirt is. Because <laughs> if he can't ball, then... Oh, hang on, there were some Arsenal fans thought we were getting him earlier in the year because... He makes a Verdegaard in the national team. <laughs> um, last question, and I'll ask... That was already for United with a... Well, Ollie's Norwegian. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to work like that. I'll ask you first, Yovi. Oh, yeah. I'm all ears. Why don't people like Liverpool fans? Yeah, I think it's just historically, you know, they've seen like TV programmes, people taking piss out of Liverpool. I think a lot of, lot of England... Didn't 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 like it. When, they didn't stand in solidarity with Liverpool. Then I think this whole. Um, but when you load your group chat up, there's no one in there going. That's why I don't. Like yeah, Liverpool. yeah, I know. But no, I'm not saying them specifically. A 20 year old boy is of course not going to be. But I'm talking about historically over what, time. Uh, what has brought this on? And that these are factors. The fact that you know. Um, they're they're always called bin dippers. They they always uh, they always sing feed the scousers when when really there's more poverty in in, in Leicester and uh, other places like that than than there is in Liverpool. So your you average twenty eight year old, yeah. Why don't they like why when I load up because their mum and dads don't like Liverpool. That's so why. That's, that's it. Because yes. when I load up my Twitter time on a Saturday night, and regardless of what Pep tells you, overwhelmingly. There are people, Everyone laughing at Liverpool. There's people celebrating Liverpool. There's jealousy losing. as well. Don't forget me. There's a, and there'll be a lot of jealousy for United. There's yeah. a lot of hatred towards Leeds, dirty Leeds scum. Because when they are at the top of their game, you get people who hate you. Leeds are hated. But, but it's not Liverpool, the point that you, Man United hated. For the majority <laughs> of our lives up until recently, you haven't been at the top. Of, you haven't been at the top of the game, really. No, no, no. But historically, again, I'm not talking about. You're talking about ages and trying to. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about to, historically. This is where it's come from to, I'm, I'm, for today. Yeah. So I'm, my question is why, when we go in a group chat now, are people there going, "Oh, I, Liverpool might win the league here. I'm gutted." 
this cannot happen. Why is because they're, they're because, all jumping on the bandwagon. But you, you spend less than City and Chelsea and mm. United. Yeah, you're more likable than United. I would say. I think most would probably agree with that. It feels like there's a sense that really, if we were looking at if aliens were coming in, <laughs> you would be seen as almost like the shining light. This is the team we should be rooting for over these lot. But that's not the case. I'm not saying I'm not like that. I would rather, I'd rather you win the league than Chelsea. I'd rather you win the league than United. United rather would rather win City the win the league than us. Yeah, That's, even that in itself yeah. is, 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 is they, an they issue. cheer City winning the league. I found because that out the hard way. When we when we were at school, I don't remember Liverpool winning anything for my time at secondary school. One FA Cup, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, when was that? Seven. Was that the year we won that treble? I think it would have been the Gerard. That's 2006. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, against West Ham. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. we the season before that, we won the European Cup. Um, when we were secondary that school. Was, we were like 05 seven. to 2010. 06 to 10, we would have been. Oh, so, sorry. So so you so don't I'm count saying, the year before because no, you didn't get... So I'm you just, came from infants. I'm saying the time we were in secondary school, Liverpool didn't win anything. Arsenal didn't win anything. Yeah. And so there shouldn't have been the animosity there, like you're winning everything. So the the banter shouldn't have been there from that perspective. But I still remember everyone hated Liverpool. Yes, and that it might be what you said. Like, yes, because let I be let. There's a lot of things why people hate Liverpool. Let uh, Liverpool are not too keen on the rest of the country, as proved when they were booing the national anthem. Let Liverpool felt they, you know. The, the, as a result whoever's to blame as a result of all this hatred towards Liverpool it's why a lot of Liverpool fans hate the English national team you know and and things like that obviously it, it, look, lots of things come into account but obviously look, the reason Liverpool fans are so unbearable is because all these years they have been taunted they've been hated so the more hatred Liverpool fans get they love it one more question for you then and I think you may have just answered it if I told you I could snap my fingers tomorrow, people are going to look at you like they look at City. They're going to root for you to win the league over Man City. Everyone next season is going to be saying, we can't have City win the league. I want Liverpool to win it. Mm. Would you rather that or would you rather be in the position you are now? Everyone against you. Well, it's always been everyone against me since I was born. I'm offering you the choice now. You can change it. <laughs> yeah, but do we win the league or not? Both no, ways. you've just got people rooting for you. Next season, people oh, go into the season and they say, we want Liverpool to win the league. <laughs> I don't care. I'll ask you the same question. I really then. don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm in agreement. I don't particularly care. It does... I was it, We're all in, I think, a silent agreement here that <laughs> if we lose, you're going to get hammered. But if you win, that does make it all the sweeter because everyone's furious. Well, that's, what, that's what I mean. I because, think the payoff is that... Yeah, that oh, absolutely. I know so many people like that. Oh, the, the only yeah, thing yeah. it doesn't work is that people want it both ways. So they want to be able to slag you. They don't want to lose. They don't want to not acknowledge it when you win. It, it, well, that it doesn't hurts really them. work. Hurts them physically. They they have to be right either way. Because yeah. some of the worst times to me as an Arsenal fan is when when other people have wanted us to win, and you almost have you get it people costs rather you. than I'd rather people be laughing at our demise than be moaning about it. <laughs> Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you take points off them? Why didn't you yeah, do this? Yeah. And if I was a Liverpool fan, I've got to think as you've both kind of summed up. I would rather be have the chance of the payoff and have everyone against us if we do win mm. and be able to rub it in. Because you can't tell me... When you won those 
cups, the FA Cup and the League Cup. Mm-hmm. And you can tell me different, but I've seen your reactions. As much of the joy is about Liverpool winning that, as much joy was about being able to rub it in to Chelsea fans when mm. you've when you've when you've beaten them and being able to rub it into everyone yeah, else that, that doesn't want you to win. Football in it, it'd be the same. Like we know a certain uh, a lad, his name uh, starts with S and ends in Am. But he's we a call Chelsea. Him on it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Chelsea fan. He'd, he'd do the same to me, you know. Absolutely. And, that, I, and to... people say, oh, why aren't you celebrating your team? But if it was the, the, the roles were reversed, you wouldn't be talking like that. You'd be going, ah, ah you I'm, know. I'm just, as much as I see the complaints about Liverpool fans, everyone hates us, I just get the feeling you also wouldn't change it for the world. And No. I, maybe no, that's it, a... But then again, like, you, look, for example, Ferguson... That was going to be my closing statement there. Ferguson... Uh, oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I've, he thought I've, you, he I've thought killed you the big line. I've killed you? the pod. No, you haven't. Yeah, um, no, like Ferguson did that. You know, he wanted a siege mentality. It's it's ultimately, you know, it, it's better for the fans for the because you are this team. This is your identity. You know, uh, yeah. So let, let's just try that again. End the pod. Well, no, I'm just <laughs> thinking in my head that. With uh, Spotify now, you can actually add songs in. So maybe if I put like three Camille Cabello songs before this podcast starts, and we I'll just, make, we just make it a real experience. I think you'll never walk alone over it. I sang that on the pod when uh, you won the Champions League over Spurs. So don't ever say everyone's against you. But thank you again for listening to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. We'll be back on Thursday this week with Movie Madness Mr and Mrs Smith against Eastern Promises and then we'll be back next Monday we're going to have some different podcasts going through the summer none of the uh, same stuff transfer rumours and this and that that we've kind of gone lethargically through over the last couple of years we believe we're going to kick off next Monday with the Premier League years done in our own way 2007-2008 I think Portsmouth winning the FA Cup and uh, everything that went with that so we'll be back see you then goodbye (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>